going on? Mike, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. What's going on with you guys? Do you see who I got here with us? There's a stranger in the house. Who is this man? It's, it's beef. <laughs> I got beef, beef stew. Got the winner, the winner of the New York Pro with us already. <laughs> Stu, what's your what's your full name? Uh, Stuart Sutherland, but Stuart only Sutherland. my mother calls me Stuart. So, so stew. you Stu. <laughs> yeah. Where where did the beef stew come from? Uh, that was actually a nickname I had back in high school. One of my dorky uh, lacrosse teammates gave me that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of jack back then too, but. Oh, so it's like a beef, like a beef, like meathead kind of yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, a you know, like the dish, beef, like your mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's okay? What's with the hair? I have to ask you, Ben. Is it just like? <laughs> By the way, can I tell you this? Uh, I was showing some of your photos to my wife, and she's like, "I love the hair. Don't change the hair." Yeah, everybody loves the hair, and it's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, like I, it started out as a joke, as like, because uh, you know, no offense, but like most bodybuilders are bald. bald yeah. yeah. What do you mean, man? And dude, I, like, <laughs> I got, I got enough for the three of us. Yeah. I, I didn't have to go to Turkey for it. So, yeah. unlike Ian, but um, <laughs> we uh, taking shots at like, Ian his first first time. <laughs> <laughs> We should wait till he's here to defend himself. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but it was like a joke. Like, oh, all these dudes are bald. I'm just gonna grow my hair out because, like, I, you know, I've been doing this for a little while. It just doesn't fall out. Uh, it's probably gonna bite me in a few years. But you know, no, see. usually, how old are you, man? I'm 26 now. Well, you're still young enough. But usually, guys who have like that kind of head of hair don't. I don't know, man. I have friends that had like a lot of hair going through their twenties and they still have like a full head of hair even because I found it. I don't know if you found this Mike, but like I found that guys usually have some type of like a specific affliction to steroid abuse, whether mm -hmm. it be like some guys get gyno, some guys don't, some guys get, you know, acne, some guys don't, some guys lose their hair, some guys don't. So I think if you're 26, I mean, I still had my hair at 26, but it was thinning. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mine, mine was always way out for sure. Just yeah, yeah. Holding on Mike, for dear life. For for context, my grandpa's a hundred and one now, and he's still got a full head of hair. So Your grandpa's a hundred and one. Yeah, I'm hoping I get some of that, eh? I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> taking some years off my life doing this. What? Uh, what? I got something to give. What nationality are you? How did you? What? How did you get to a hundred and one? I don't know. They made him different back then, man. He was. Uh, he's a pilot in World War Two. Really? Um, yeah, he's been around forever. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm part Portuguese. That's that's why I, all most of my family's white, but that's yeah. why I look kind of brown ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I get Mexican sometimes, but especially being down here. In what did you think? What did you think, Mike? Before you told us, I didn't know honestly. I could have no I could have I could have thought of some some Hispanic background. That's what I would have thought. No, you don't have you don't see that, Mike. Yeah, like I said, I honestly didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what you were. I just knew you were fucking Jack. So I was like, "That's cool." Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for people, he so for people... stereotypes to me, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what does your hundred and one old grandfather think of the state of the culture nowadays? He's got to be fucking losing it. <laughs> um. You know, he moved into a home like a year ago, so he doesn't get to watch Fox News as much anymore. Okay. But, <laughs> uh, 
yeah, you use a Tucker Carlson regular. Yeah, you. It, it was it's so sad because like you know he'd watch that shit and just get like mad. Yeah, and, you know he, he's like Twilight years. Why are you getting mad about politics? Who the fuck cares? You know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, man. He we, we don't really talk about that shit in our family. So. Um. Uh, Truck along. What's going on, guys? We have been working very hard at Hostile to make sure we have all our products back in stock. We're also working to come out with some new stuff. Now, the new stuff coming out, a lot of it's going to be limited, so you want to make sure you get on it first, sign up to any emails, sign up to any newsletters, and also there's some app exclusive. If you don't have the Hostile app, download it now for uh, Android or Apple, and you'll be the first one to be notified of any new limited drops that come out. Also, because I love you guys, use code RBP at checkout, get 10% off your order, and uh, I'm going to take you guys to the website now. Check this out. This is the homepage. The Bloodshot Watermelon is back in stock. Here is the Unlock Unlock App Exclusives tab. Shop now. Go ahead, use code RBP and support our brand as we keep growing and keep making things better for the bodybuilding community. Thank you guys very much. So I want to show everybody that don't know you yet uh, who you are. So just so people know uh, that watch the show regularly, I thought I'd try a new format this week. That's why we have Stu on. I thought we'd do like a add a guest to the mix. I'm still I don't know where Ian is though. He's supposed to be here. Spanish on uh, his dart. Probably. So. I have one last smoke. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be All a right. three hours, three hour break for him. <laughs> so for, my dog. for people who don't know Stu, this is his Instagram. It's and if you're listening on audio. It's beef underscore stew, S-T-U underscore nine seven. Um, so you won the 22 Nash USAs? USAs, yeah, in Vegas at the end of July. How heavy were you here? Uh, uh, like 246. How tall are you? 5'8", uh, but like 5'10 with the hair. 5'8", yeah. 246 is good, man. That's a fucking big boy. And you're look like you're in good condition. It was yeah, I was it was good, but not like pro good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's some there's some stuff that I didn't really uh like drug stuff that you know we didn't implement at the yeah. end of that prep that probably would have made me a bit harder. Yeah. That I'm gonna be doing this year. Um you know, I think the fat was off me. I just could have gotten a little drier. Yeah. But, yeah. Um and then I went to Tampa fucked up <laughs> no well i saw you in tampa i thought you looked really good in tampa i was uh because i was there i saw the whole akeem and uh akeem and uh, kamal you know thing going on and i saw you there and i'm like i said to somebody who the fuck is that guy and i remember you kind of standing out but i remember you being like a little bit out of shape and i think somebody told me that it was a last minute decision for you yeah well so it, it kind of was, you know, I got off stage and, you know, S Steve comes and talks to me. The first thing he says, do New York. It's like, okay, I'm doing New York. Um, <laughs> Wait, say that again. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> do New York. That's all he says. <laughs> Just like that. And I was like, okay, uh, what do you think about going doing Tampa? I, I uh, you know, somebody was going to help me pay for it for the trip and stuff. So I was like, you know, why not? Kind of wanted to see what I look like next to the big boys. And yeah. Was like, yeah, sure. You know why not so uh i wasn't i like dude like wednesday morning before i flew out uh those were some of the best check-in pictures i took 
all prep, you know, I, I thought I was going to look a lot better by the time I got to Tampa. But when I got there, for one thing, I got COVID in Vegas. Everybody got fucking COVID at the yeah. USA. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it was like about Thursday, Friday night, I started to like not taste anything. I was starting to oh, no. cough and shit. Um, I had hardly slept in like two weeks at that point. Um, yeah. And so I was, I was pretty stressed out. But uh, the last, the final straw, because the night before I was looking pretty decent. And then um, I got to carve up really hard. And so I was using like a lot of sugary stuff, you know, Rice Krispies, you know, a couple muffins and stuff, but I wasn't salting it. Yeah. And I just, like, I was, I was backstage. I was pretty chilled out, but like, I was trying to pump up and there's just nothing happening. And that, I, I just didn't have any salt in me. I didn't like yeah. cut or anything on purpose. I just forgot to salt the sugary stuff because, you know, why would you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Lesson learned, and you know, I couldn't get filled out, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't like a a watery soft. It was like a flat soft, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So this is Tampa. And, yeah, yeah, in Tampa, and I went and ate some potato chips after prejudging, and it was a little better at finals, but yeah. Um, you were, yeah, I think you, know. you were, I think you were seventh in Tampa. Correct. Yeah. I think if your condition was on, though, I could have seen you in the top five. Yeah, maybe. It's just frustrating, you know, because like that's that's the debut crossed off now, and I made that mistake, and no one cares. I do. <laughs> no, but like you're not. I guess you're not gonna. Is what I'm saying. Like, I'll put it this way. So. My pro debut was a week after I got my pro card. And I oh, totally really? wa- yeah, and I totally wasn't ready to do it. I was like, but Chad, Chad, I was working with Chad Nichols at the time, and he was like, listen, man, just go do it and get, you know, see what you're up against. And that way you know. I went and did it. I took 15th out of like 25 guys. And I was like, this is fucking this is shit. I shouldn't be here. These guys are all 20 or 30 fucking pounds heavier than me. Yeah. But it gave me a good gauge. So I took the whole year to grow. And when I went back and did the, did you turn pro as a heavyweight then? I turned pro a as a super heavyweight, but it was a small super. I was like two twenty seven or some shit like that. Oh two, wow, two, yeah, two two twenty eight. Yeah, I was like three pounds over or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I did the Montreal Pro the week the year after, and I took fifth, and I beat guys like King Kamali and like some other like bigger name guys, and I was like, okay, I'm happy with this. But I, what I'm saying is like down the road you start to not give a shit. Like, it's nice to have that like notch on your belt. Like, Oh, I was in the top three in my first time out or whatever. But like you're 26 when you're 32 and you're winning pro shows, no one's going to fucking care. Right. Like Samson, Samson won the Arnold and he struggled for like the first two years of his career or three years of his career. Nobody even knows. Nobody even knows. Samson's like, you know, a favorite to win the Olympia now. So I know it's like a cool, it's I'm not, like, I'm not Nigerian, but, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean more than anything it was like you know I, at this point like and still actually i consider myself like just a fan you know so i'm watching all these pros that have been following for years and they're like you know five feet away from me backstage i you know i'd never even been to a pro show at this point yeah I'd, the week before i'd never been to nationals so i, I this was all like super crazy to me you know yeah. akeem is like three and a half feet thick Front I know. And back. I know. I, and dude, Quentin is just such a giant human. He takes up <laughs> so much space. Just I know. I and know. then he poses like twice as big. Um, yeah. Oh, 
I did some weird shit backstage with Kamal. Um, so I was I was talking with Kamal, super cool, and yeah. I was just talking for for a little bit about you know just bodybuilding, or whatever. And I was like, I know this is weird, but can I pinch the skin on your abs? Because you know you know he gets so conditioned, right? Yeah, it yeah. was so fucking thin, dude. <laughs> I'd never seen anything like that in real life. <laughs> Mike, you have uh. You ever ask anybody have asked anybody to pinch their ab skin? No. Did anybody no, ask not yet? <laughs> they definitely never asked me either. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm best friends now with Kamal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh here's I hear what you're saying about Quentin though, because I see Quentin every day and I'm like, even though I see him every day, I'm like, oh that's fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's even bigger now. It's just yeah. it's um okay, so why this i want to show people this real quick i mean i like the sense of humor but i noticed this mediocre well, I... <laughs> I think there were 15 guys in tampa and i got seven so that's like right in the middle <laughs> so you're mediocre right? <laughs> that's, that's some bodybuilding math for you yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah i, I mean I don't know. I haven't really proved myself yet. I'm yeah. hoping to in a couple of weeks, but um, I like that. Shooting, shooting for like slightly above average. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know what, man, that's nice to hear. We live in like a day and age where everybody wants to project this like uh, super confidence. Like I'm going to win, you know, you have to say it's really strange, you know, cause when I was coming up, if you spoke like that, you were looked at like an asshole. Like you wouldn't go into like an interview and be like, I'm going to kill everybody. I'm going to win. Like I'm going to win the Olympia in a year. I'm going like, to, you wouldn't say any of that. And uh, I feel like we live in an age now where if you don't say that, then there's something wrong with you. Like you have to portray that confidence. So it's kind of. When I was, when I was doing the New York pro uh, the first year when I did New York pro, Sean Ray like did a phone interview with me. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, how do you think you're doing? I was like, I don't know, man. I'm just happy to be here. Like, I don't think anything. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah. Yo, but who's asked you get a kick? You going for Pekulski? You going? I'm like, no, nah, man. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to beat any of those guys. <laughs> He's like, you got to sell this, Mike. You got to sell something. Like, I don't got anything for you, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm just happy to be doing the show. Yeah. Mike, uh, Ian, what's going on? What's up? How are you? Good. Sorry, I completely forgot about today. <laughs> like you're twenty minutes fuck, late. What uh, the fuck? Well, I, we rescheduled because I was getting my face sewn back up yesterday. So you want to? So I told these guys that you uh, your little incident. You want to tell everybody what happened? Yeah, I was fucking stopped at a buddy's yesterday, and I was just at his door petting his dog. It's just like a big American bully. It wasn't like aggressive or like trying to attack me or anything. It was just I was petting it, and I bent down. And it kind of like jumped up and kind of like nipped at my face or like just its mouth was open, hit me. And I didn't really know what had happened. I thought we kind of just bonked faces. And I like looked up and he's like, oh shit, dude, your face is leaking. I'm like, what? I touched my face. It's fucking like pouring out my face onto the floor. Um, so I here I got five stitches in there. Is that going to leave a scar or anything? A little one, I'm sure. Yeah. But you saw the picture I sent it to you yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking split open like real good. So. And anyone that's had face things like knows they bleed like a motherfucker, you know, like this thing was just like pouring blood out. 
Did the dog your did to stop? And, and I didn't want it to feel bad because, like, the dog didn't, you know, it, it wasn't like a mean was the dog. dog was like, saying, what? Was the dog playing or was he like, is it just no, an accident? It wasn't aggressive. It wasn't an aggressive yeah. attack or anything. It was, he was being playful. He's just a really big, goofy dog, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, it, I don't think he, I don't even think he bit. I think he was just like mouth yeah. open, kind of jumped to like yeah. jump up at me, like to like get pet. And it's just like one of his, sharp incisors or like teeth just fucking slice me you know so you had to cancel our podcast because you yeah. had to go to the emergency room yeah i had to go get sewn back up yeah it's funny i said to i said to ian i go dude the emergency room sucks you're gonna sit there for like four hours he gets there there's a fucking there's a sign when you walk in we'll probably be waiting for four hours yeah wait time is four hours or more i'm like i said it to him i'm like it's fucking funny you said that <laughs> So then, so, no, but I left that hospital and I went out to, like, like, the boonies, like, outside of Ottawa to, like, a rural hospital. Uh, and I only waited there about an hour. Not even. Oh, you took, a, oh, you went somewhere else. Yeah. I drove out, like, past my house, like, because I was in, he lives, like, in Ottawa. And I drove out past mine, like, to rural Ottawa, Almont, it's called. Yeah. Um, and just went to the small rural hospital there. And it was pretty quick. Like, there was, like, five people in the emergency room. And they were, like, girls with sprained ankles and, uh, like, allergic reactions, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got um, in there pretty Yeah. Ian, do you know Stu? Yeah. What's up? Stu, Stu, have you met Ian? Uh, I saw person, Ian. I, I saw Ian walking around at Tampa, and he's wearing a very tight T-shirt. <laughs> 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 I, I, I remember. <laughs> That's my black V-neck. That's my one. <laughs> no, it was a white. Oh, one. It was white. One. It was white. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, it was the white one. Okay. <laughs> I remember. I, so you look very dense. <laughs> I remember yeah. that he stood up and I'm like, it's fucking spandex mountain. <laughs> I got the white and the black ones. Yeah. So you guys haven't officially met. Now you have. So no, but we've chatted on Instagram and shit for sure. Yeah. Well, Stu said he wouldn't come on unless you were here. So, okay. Well, I'm, I'm on say that. It's a good thing. <laughs> <I didn't say that. laughs> uh, anyway, we were talking about Dude, Stu. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I thought Ian, I thought Ian's face was from like one of his Frenchies. I was I was really like how oh was no, no no <laughs> oh no, you cool. didn't realize it was from a different dog yeah yeah no. it was like a ninety hundred pound like American bully yeah Mike sure, you were wings. saying you were saying something about your yeah they get a little carried they get a little carried away <laughs> you want to tell a story what you were telling me oh uh, when I first um, when me and my girl first started dating I was still doing security so we hadn't been together that long and she'd been around my pit bull enough right but. So we were, I was packing, I was getting ready. I was literally leaving for London for like two weeks, like uh, UK. So my girls was like laying on the bed and like playing with my pit bull. And she like, was like kind of like coming up beside her. Sometimes pit bulls get a little jumpy if you come up to their peripheral quick. So my quick was just like, kind of like kissing her and the dog didn't turn to bite, but she just like had her mouth up with like that and like caught her, like where you got caught here, she got caught here. Yeah. And like split her open. Like yeah. well, you I grabbed her. I don't know if yeah. we can show this here, but yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's just like that. Yeah. But it was about, so it missed her lip and it was literally in that space there. And I had to leave, like I was on my way to the airport and I was like, what the, <laughs> I'm like leaving her with my dog for like two weeks. Just like terrified of the fucking dog. So I know I people just got those sutures and closed them. I know people are going to probably roast me for this, but it's one of the reasons why I never got a pit. I just feel like they can, like snap at any moment and it's way more damaging than any other dog yeah i mean it, it definitely what wasn't a snap this no no just... not not yours yeah not yours yeah. 
But they just they get excited, like they can get excited, but they don't, they don't know how it. big and strong they yeah, are. Yeah, they're like big dumb fucking like ooh. Like, yeah, yeah. kind of like us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> us <laughs> with sharper teeth, yeah. yeah. Stu, do you have any dogs? I wish, man. I really want to get uh doxies. Like what's a doxy? Dog. Oh, wiener dogs. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because they're they're little and they make you look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Luke that sounds had, like Luke's. Uh, Luke sounds like Luke, yeah. Luke's theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't you have one? Do you live alone? We don't know anything uh, about no, you, I, so this is going to be. I live with I live with my girlfriend. Um, she came down here from Oregon a little bit ago, same as me. But like, we're in an apartment, and like, I, there's just no room for it. Where do you live? Uh, Phoenix, Phoenix area. Okay. Hey, I Although, was thinking. I'm, I'm trying. We're thinking about moving back up to the Northwest because. Uh, you know, you're we up there last weekend for uh, the Emerald Cup. I was guest posing up there, and my family lives there. Uh, so we, we're just staying at home. And dude, it is so pretty up in the Northwest. Yeah. I didn't even realize I hadn't been back in like a year. Yeah. And you go from like dirty, dusty shit here, freeways and strip malls to like the forest green and yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah. So, you know, I've, we both, me and my girl Megan, we both kind of fell back in love with the place, and we're trying to get ourselves back up there. It's um, funny you said that. I was thinking about because I've been I've been thinking about moving to the states for a while, at least getting getting like a winter home. And yeah. I thought about Arizona because it's like it's warmer there, and I want it somewhere I could ride my motorcycle year round. But the more people I talk to, the more people are like, "Don't move to Arizona." So yeah, five years ago would have been a good option because it mm -hmm. was cheap back then like five yeah. seven years ago but it's it's like it's just just as bad as some of the west coast cities now really eh? like yeah you know you go to scottsdale or like nice parts of tempe the places where you'd like want to live what do you think about um, vegas because you're not far from vegas and it's a big bodybuilding community there yeah i was actually thinking about that too uh i was asking nick like what he thought about it. he loves it there yeah. Uh, and the company i work for has got a branch over there and i was like i asked him like can i transfer over there because you know, I could do my the shit that I do from like anywhere. Ooh. And for some reason they said no. So I, what do you what do you do? Uh it's kind of like construction management kind of shit. So my company sells like uh specialty pipe supports and like construction material to construction contractors. Uh and there's a big Intel semiconductor fab here. That's why I came down from Oregon to work down here. So it's it's boring as hell, honestly. But you know, it's a desk job. How long you been doing that for? Uh, I've been out of school for like three years now. Uh, previous to this company, I was doing other construction management stuff though. So, uh, Ian, you want to hit him with a bro chat question before we move on to more serious shit? <laughs> I feel like we should. I feel like we should. For you know, get every, there. We'll get you, there. Gotta, you gotta initiate him. Every yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like every like fun. every three serious <laughs> questions. Dicks for be. hands or feet for dicks. <laughs> That's what the end of the episode's for. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so how get weird. How long you been with your girlfriend? Uh, shoot, she came back down here in. Uh, we knew we knew each other when we were up in Oregon, but she came down here in September, so it's like eight months now. That's um, it. Yeah, yeah. New, she, new relationship. Relatively, yeah, but she's she's been so awesome during this whole prep. Like, she won't let me do my dishes. She won't let me do my laundry. She's just like helping Fuck. me out with all this shit. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I, I I'm confused too. I'm <laughs> for the what's end, happening? But uh, it hasn't. I'm I'm rolling with it for now. So yeah, she's been great. Ian, would you go back to eight months 
together if you could or go back yeah like if i want to lose 11 years of life together you know Ah, think about all the banging you did at eight months. Bang that much. You don't bang that much. We we go we we have a resurgence. I'm banging right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's under the table sucking my dick, bro. <laughs> so, no, you know, we have like waves, you know, like we have yeah, like I know that. I know you get waves. I know. No, but like like longer than that, not like a month or two where it's like, you know, we'll have like we're in a, a good sexual fun like feng shui right now, you know. Feng shui. So I would say we're at we're we're having as respect you almost would at the beginning for sure. Yeah. So you, but freakier sex because we know each other better. You know. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck you're a fucking liar. Yeah, tell us more about your eyes wide shut party that she went to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can't talk about <laughs> what? Okay. No. Uh, so, the movie you're talking about, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's no fucking way. So yeah. you go you go through peaks and valleys. Well, how long are the people? I don't like to say valleys because we don't really have much valleys. It'll be from like normal to excess. What's normal? Once a week? Twice a week. That's not normal for 11 years in. That's uh, more than, that's to me, that's more than normal. Yeah, it depends. On, if I had no, to no, wait, I'm thinking about 11 years. Yeah, twice a week. You got to date a competitor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's not, she's it. not, she's not competing anymore. She's retired. Yeah. <laughs> She's natural. She's not. Um, Mike, you've been four years? Yep. Sure. That's the number we'll go. <laughs> I never know when you tell me. I'm like, just yes. A while. Yeah. It's been a while. Edit that out. <laughs> Every time you ask me, I'm yeah, like, I'm in trouble. You got to know the ballpark for fuck's sakes. You like, is it five? Like, Let's go with five. five. All right. We'll go with five. More overshoot going on decade. Do you have, do you have peaks and valleys or no? Yeah, I think like normal, like Pretty what Ian's steady. talking about. Depends on like what's going on in life, right? Like, exactly. yeah. it could be some stress in the fucking each individual person's life. Their kind of mind is somewhere else, but yeah, it depends how much trend I'm on too. You know? I'd like to know. In the com- I'd like <laughs> yeah, to know. In the, I'd like to know in the comments section. Anybody in the comments section uh, that has been in a ten plus year relationship, what is your average amount of sex like is it once a week twice a week three times a week once a month like where are you at i'm curious i want to know i think if you like if you get to that point where it's like once a month or something like the relationship is probably not long for this world yeah see we like as we've got older as we've got older though we've like figured each other like out sexually better you know what i mean like we kind of like understand each other better and we've kind of like grown closer in that way so like it's it's changed it's like it's got different you know i don't i i (laughs) I don't think Stu's right. I think he's 26. That's why he's saying that. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I'm going through a valley right now. I'll tell you what. I could give a shit. Yeah, but you're, three, you're two weeks out. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't... The weird thing is, like, I, I feel pretty good for where I'm at right now, like, conditioning level. But, like, I, I don't know. I just don't care. I guess I'm just focused mentally. No, that's totally normal, man. When I'm, like... But not for Ian, apparently. Well, he's, he's, but he was like that. You said you were like that at one point, no? At one point, yeah, but like I've had preps where I'm like two weeks out and I'm the horniest I've ever been, but I've also had shows where I'm two weeks out and I like don't think a thing about sex, you know. I've never been horny during a prep. When I'm, yeah, she just said the first show I ever did, like 2013, she said we didn't have sex for like two three months. Yeah, yeah, I'm like that when I get when I get like seven six seven weeks out, just count me out. Yeah, like I'll do something, but I ain't moving. 
Yeah. Like all the Pop on. Gonna lay there. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can use me like a piece of meat. That's cool. But like, I'm not like, I'm not doing it. You can get it up. You can have it. Start yeah. ramping up the electro. It's just, it's over. Yeah. That's right. Once you start going with the fucking. The electro it, comes in. It's all down. Once yeah. the fucking anti-estrogens come in, dude, it's, I can't, I got nothing left. Yeah. Um. All right. So anyway, uh, where were we? So eight months, we got your job. You live in an oh. apartment. You want a dog. What else don't we know about Stu, Ian? I don't know. He's got to tell oh, us. I don't uh, know what I don't know, you know. One of my friends, I told him I was going on here. And he was like, "You gotta, you gotta answer whether or not you stand or sit." Um, oh yeah. Okay. And I guess I'm kind of a hoverer. <laughs> you know. This is what the podcast like, has become. It's like it's like the main, a, the main it's question. Like a hover and twist motion. Yeah. Um, hover. <laughs> when yeah, you, you shit. Know, like, how high is your ass off the seat? Like more than a foot? No, like three right. inches. I Why are you guys afraid to like sit on this toilet seat? Sixty degree bend in my knees, I'd say. Okay, so uh, that I would consider that a sit. Wait a minute. Are you talking about sit? when you wipe? Or are you talking about just overall? You hover the whole time. No, no, no when, I, when I wipe. Yeah, that's a sit. Yeah. You hover. I stand you're up. Hold, so you're I holding a wall sit when you sh- when you wipe your butt, like a wall sit level height. A little uh, more than that. A little higher than that. I'll tell you what. Like oh, right yeah. now, because you know all of, all I'm eating is like fish and rice. Yeah, I have barely had to wipe at all in the last couple. Yeah, those of weeks. are the best. It's just like it's 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 hard to get out, but there's just no it's clean as a whistle. It's hard oh, to yeah. get out. It's okay. Wait, fucking rabbit pellets. I have to. <laughs> I have to ask you this. I've already asked Ian, and I don't understand his logic. Why can't you just lean? I lean. Yeah, I, I'm so, kinda, that's so fucking I'm weird. Nervous, like if I. What do you mean it's weird? You're hovering. Lot, it's like, so fucking weird. If, it's like fuck. Oh, I can't. I, I can't, can't even do that. I can lean right now. Stu's like, I'll break the toilet. I'm clearly just way bigger than you guys. That's all. <laughs> no, no. My, no. <laughs> I mean, your ass is way bigger than mine ever was. That's for sure. Um, no, but you all. It's not a size thing. You've always hovered. No, I, I, I stand. I'm not a hover. I stand. Oh, you, you stand. stand to wipe. That's I'm even... like, I have like maybe this much bend in my knee. That's horrible because your cheeks. <laughs> You get up. And I feel cheek- like it's better if you twist because you can you can like keep pressure on one cheek and really open up. That's right. Get that that's area. Right. That's right. Whereas well, if I you kinda, stand up, like, meets coming together. You can use like the palm of your hand as like traction to like yeah. spread a. That's a right. Bit and yeah, but you can do that when deeper. you're sitting down. You could, but I don't know. It's it's more of an athletic movement. Like, yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah. sturdy and athletic. Okay, okay, Usain Bolt. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Odell Beckham over here. <laughs> All right, I got some questions here. What, uh, Stu? What's your training philosophy? I'm curious. And when I ask that, I know it's a very broad question, but like, I'll give you, I'll give you a quick example. So I train like a little faster with higher volume and don't really gauge my workouts. Yeah. Are you an Ian and Justin, or are you a guy sister? Yeah. I am. An no, Ian I'm not a guy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I train with pretty low volume. I was, uh, you know, for years now, I was a big fan of uh, uh, JP. Yeah. So I was part of it. I was on his forum for a long time, watched a lot of his videos and stuff. And, um, you know, that's, that's basically what I've been banging away doing for a long time now. So like what in an average workout, how many, te- how many working sets are you doing? You say, uh, let's see, like probably four sets of pressing, uh, so two exercise, two pressing exercises, two sets each. Yeah, and then I'll okay. do one or two lateral movements, um, 
pec fly somewhere in there. Okay. And then three tricep <laughs> exercises, three sets yeah. each. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I'm just reading this. Low quality lifting content. Got an all time <laughs> got an all time PR on incline bench, four or five rate. Sadly, none of them count because I didn't touch my chest. <laughs> I just gotta, I gotta beat him to the punch, you know, because somebody's gonna say something. <laughs> well, if you say it, they can't, you know. The funny thing is, from this angle, it looks like you're barely close to your chest, but I can, I know you are, but it's like, yeah, but that's perfect. Yeah. I know it's fucking hilarious. Um, all right, so lifting, but your form isn't as deliberate as someone like, say, Justin. You still have like a pretty. No, I don't have that much time in my day, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> no, Justin, Justin is like so satisfying. It's to watch him train, right? Yeah. But like, you know, I'm, I'm moving quicker than he would here but he's you know I, i'm not bouncing out of the hole on these i, I feel like you're like me like you're kind of i'm not quite as deliberate as justin but i'm not quite as quick or loosey-goosey as fuad and guy yeah i don't think i'm loose well that's not true i have moments but i don't think i'm as loosey-goosey per se i think i'm just more i move faster I just want to pick on you a little bit but yeah no it's okay i'll take it um no, but I don't think it's I don't think it's not true. I think I um but let me ask you this. And and Mike, you can probably answer this. If I'm doing, let's say I'm moving a little faster, right? But I'm doing 10 to 12 reps, or I'm moving slower and I'm doing six to eight reps. Is there really a fucking difference? I think the only it's difference failure. I asked Mike. I think the biggest <laughs> I think what, oh, what do uh, you think, Mike? <laughs> well, under, guys, uh... <laughs> if time under tension is all even, I don't think it's that big of a difference. I think the biggest difference is just going to be in your potential for injury, you know? Well, I like, don't mean I don't mean moving so fast that you're like herky yeah, I think, I think I think movement speed of change of direction is what's going to be the biggest indicator yeah. of like yeah. injury potential, you know, yeah. like where if there's like you watch Justin or even like Nick, Nick is actually the best for watching for change of direction intent. He is like perfect stop contract up. Like he's yeah. so intent with that. Um, and I think like that's very different. And that's why someone like Nick will probably never get injured really, you know, Knock on wood. Uh, he's never I had think that's anything. one of the biggest things. Go ahead. Go ahead. Really had anything. All Pardon? Time, right? Injury wise. Yeah. Uh, not that I know of. I mean, sometimes people have little nagging injuries that they don't tell anybody about. So you never know. Yeah, yeah but, but he, uh, like, he, he used to move insane weights. Like back before he turned pro, he was smith like six, seven plates. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it, it was the same kind of control, though. Yeah. It, it was yeah. nuts, you know, watching yeah. that back then. Mike, so what do you think now that we've... What was the original question? The original question is, is time under tension? I guess is what I'm saying. If you're doing... If you're doing you know, the same weight, 10 to 12 reps with a certain rep speed or six to eight reps, and you're being a little bit more deliberate. At the end of the day, we're just parsing out like decimal points, right? Like it's not that different. Yeah, I mean, it, I just think the te the tempo you keep and the pace that you keep, and like we was talking about, like your, de your deliberate motion out of, the, let's say, the hole for a better lack of a word, is just going to determine how well you're connecting with things, right? So... Whatever your intent is for that, then I would assume that you're gonna you'll be training in a way that's conducive to that. So, so my thought process has always been, and I don't, I'm not like deliberate like you guys, but I've always been in control on my negatives. Yeah, I feel I'm, like always, I'm a guy who believes in like, especially on certain things, a little bit of a quicker negative. Maybe not the whole negative is like this fucking boom to the bottom, but it's like the the release might be quick and then the slow down tempo the might be get yeah. out of the bottom. 
Yeah. So there's more of like a reflex or like a recoil out of the bottom as opposed to like a and then move type thing. Yeah. Kind of like Stu was squatting on that hack. So. Uh, okay, let me take a look. I just want to take a look at this because it was uh, got a lot of attention. Uh, you recently guest posed um, with Hunter. And I know some of the pictures aren't like directly on point. I know you're in shape and I know all the things people are going to say, but it still looked very impressive next to a guy who's top 10 in the world. So great. So how did you, uh, how did you feel about this being next to Hunter and seeing these shots afterwards? Um, it was, uh, felt good. I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, <laughs> I, the, I gotta say, I was talking to Hunter about this. Like people are so fucking mean to him. Like yeah, just are. because, you know, he's four, two weeks out. I'm three weeks out. I would hope that I look a little better right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and you know, go through the comments there. They're horrible. Like, I know. Well, are... <laughs> I've, listen, I've talked about this like numerous times on this podcast, people for some reason. And I, w- I would probably guess that it's because they, you know, they do the same thing to, to, to Sergio. I think yeah. when, when yeah. you're the son of a legend, I think, all this pressure is thrown at you and all these expectations are thrown at you. And I think uh, if you don't live up to them or look as good as your dad did, you're immediately shit on. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, I think that's, but the, the thing that is crazy about Hunter is it's not like he's far off of where his dad was. Well, like he was, he was fourth, fourth and seventh. Like, yeah, no, no, like, not I, like no, they're even comparable. No, no, no. I don't mean that though. I just mean like, if you're, if you're thinking his dad was a great bodybuilder, the son should also be a great bodybuilder. They're both great bodybuilders. He's yeah, he's top ten of the Olympia twice. Like what more? Yeah. Why are you on this guy so Three much? Times. Three times. Yeah. It's it's crazy to me. And I just don't understand. I, I don't understand it anyway. But sorry, go on, Stu. What were you gonna say? Yeah, I mean, I, I frankly, I gotta be honest, like when I was a little while ago, I also, you know, kind of looked at Hunter and I was like, Oh man, you know, maybe you shouldn't have placed there, like you know, you can point out that like his he hasn't been like really really hard like we all yeah. want to see him. Yeah. Uh, but like now that I've actually talked to the guy, he's the nicest person ever. He's been so kind to me before yeah. he ever even knew me. He has very... no reason to be. Yeah. Um, so he's a really good dude, and just to like, you know, I'm kind of putting myself in his shoes now because like yeah. that might be me eventually. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, fuck, man, I don't, I don't ever want to be on the receiving end of that. I Paul, you know, I might have to be eventually. Um, uh, you know but... what? It, can I also make one point? I think it's not just about his dad. I think it's, you know, Cedric dealt with this a lot. And people, the difference was people, okay, so people loved Cedric because his personality was so charismatic. So more people loved him for that than just his physique. I think he dealt with the same thing as Hunter in a sense that, like you just said, I kind of caught it. You want him. To, you want to see him a certain way because you see the physique, and you're like, if he could just get hard, it would be fucking spectacular, right? Yeah. So you're Randy like, probably went through this for like a decade before. Rami went through it. Cedric went through it. People, Cedric used to call me like distraught, like man, I, I just want to get in shape. People are always on me, blah blah blah. Like, and I think uh, Hunter's going through that now. They're like, well, you have the genetics, you have the money. Why can't you just get in shape? Yeah. And so they're like, you know, they're. And it's not like for lack of trying. I've seen him diet. I've seen him on super low calories. I've seen him doing the cardio. It's not, you know what I mean? So 
it's tough to see that, especially it's tough to see that, especially when you get to know him and you see how like nice of a person he is, how much he cares about everybody and is like giving with his time. And then you see the, you, that you see that response and you're like, fuck man, I wish people just knew him more so they could like back off a bit. Anyway, these are some more shots. Uh, this was the first one. These are other ones. You look good, dude. You look good. You're right around the corner from the show. How do you feel about the New York? Um, pretty that's good. A, I mean, dude, that's so, a great shot. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that I'm happy about with New York is like, there's not like a ton of studs doing it. Mm. Like, you know, there's a lot of new guys. There's Carlos. There was going to be Justin, but he fucking bailed. let's see there's uh nate spear you know he competed last year so he's not it's not his debut but yeah um who else no it's a lot it's a a pretty level playing field yeah so there's not like you know ian's not going to show up and just sweep the floor with us yeah yeah yeah. maybe i am um but yeah you know it there's there's a chance for a lot of us to kind of show our faces and get recognized there yeah, uh, yeah. that we wouldn't have at another show where yeah. there's, you know, you know, just somebody who's like the odds on guy to win. Yeah. Um, that makes it exciting for me. I like it when it's like, you know, it's a, a new, you're seeing like the dawn of a new crop like that, like coming up and it's, you know, and when you said like, there's no like, you know, Olympia top five guys in there that are like, you know, where everyone's just talking about one singular person, you know, it's, it makes it interesting and it's, it, it gives the opportunity for some guys to get seen and talked about uh, and get their moment in, in the sun, you know? So I'm excited for that for sure. What are yeah, you, I mean, uh, there's the, we're inside of three weeks out and like, I still don't really know everybody who's doing it. I've got a list that on my whiteboard at work that I've been trying to keep track of it, but I mean, I, Sergio might jump into it, you know, if he can make it over here. Look he at, figures out whatever's going on with him. Look at some of these uh, comments. Look at some of these comments. Sorry, why does Hunter's midsection look so watery? He's fucking 14 weeks out. Yeah, it looks very good for 14 weeks out. <laughs> I know. Who looks I, I like this? Gut. Looks better than I did at 14 weeks out, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Jesus. What the fuck, man? I think people yep. really need to, like, I don't know where, like you said, Stu, I don't know where it came from. You know, we're all kind of guessing, but fuck, man, they need to give Hunter a break. Um, What did you weigh here? uh to about 253 um i i i put like considerable effort into peaking for this yeah. guest posing because this is my first show back in 2017 i did it three times as an amateur i yeah. finally won it in 21s and you know it's my hometown so i wanted to look good i'm a little ahead of schedule like conditioning wise right now so you know how, di- I kind of, how different like, how different do you think you look like you're pretty close to like stage ready here like i don't see yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm so glad I have a coach because I'm looking at like the skin on my ass and pinching it like you always do, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, this is kind of what I looked like a week out last year, but there's, you know, there's finishing touches, you know, drop certain drugs out, add, or add stuff in. Um, I, I can feel like you know my joints are pretty unpadded now. <laughs> Training is still going pretty good, all considered. Uh, I don't feel too bad, like physically, mentally and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really close and you know, I wanted to look good here. So, um, I wanted carved up and kind of peaked for it and, uh, I'm happy with how it looked up there. I wanted to show another, I will not look that good at your show. I'm telling you that now. Yeah, you are. (laughs) are. What are you talking about? You're going to be like two weeks out. 
three weeks out, I'll be the same. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be incredible. I'm, I can't wait. You better not be. I'm not. <laughs> if you show up out of shape, I'm not paying you. <laughs> what if I show up really lean and really flat and small? <laughs> you're getting paid. If you don't look, if you don't look good, I'm not paying you. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Okay, let's take a look. I wanted to take a look at some of your competition that I could think of anyway. Uh, this is Eric Wood. Sorry, one second here. I'm having a little oh, issue. I just got to say, Eric is a very handsome young man. Yes. He really? He's in great condition. Good looking dude. What do you think? Is he handsome, Mike? Sure. He's in Why great not? condition too. Like the, the, he put up a most muscular the other day that looked pretty fucking freaky. Bro, he could be a model. Look at his Mike, face. you don't sound convinced. <laughs> it's not my type. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is your type? I don't have one. <laughs> More tattoos. Yeah. Um, no head tats, forget it. Yeah, he looks good. Uh, is he a model? I don't know. I never looked at him that way, but yeah, I guess look at this, look at this guy here. Yeah, this he's, is great. He's structurally really wide, like his shoulders. Yeah. Once he like once he puts on a little more on those legs and the sweep on those legs to match that upper body width, he'll be good, man. I mean, he's he's a big dude. So how old he's is he? My age, he's fill in there, but he's, he's uh, twenty six. He he's getting yeah. shape, you know. That's fucking crazy for twenty. He's working with Patrick too. Eh? They did a good job together. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is I really he's nice. Like mid two forties or something. Yeah, this is fucking better than I was at twenty six. Uh. Yeah, uh, Ian, Chinese Ian, GH. Ian, you're right. I think uh, a little bit more on the legs. I mean, it's weird because yeah. some, some shots you look and you're there. I actually think it's more. I actually think it's more thickness in like the adductor and hamstring that will fully complete yeah. the leg. Yeah, he like from the back, his adductors are weak, and, and I'm saying that as somebody with shitty adductors from the back. Well, um, respectfully, anyway. I mean, we're not we're not we're breaking down physique, so we're not like. But he's in, he's incredible, right? Everybody has a weak point somewhere. Um, but he's got a very very nice structure, and his conditioning looks like it's on point. How tall is he? Do you know? Assume most bodybuilders five eight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, he can't be insanely tall because he's two forty three. So it's not like he's going to be six one. You know. But he's put on a ton of muscle since he turned pro. Yeah. In North I think he was saying he'd put on like fifteen or twenty pounds. Well, you know what. He's a heavyweight he, there. He's a, he, he was a small heavyweight there, and he's way bigger now. If you look at this physique and you're like, with the right amount of muscle, the structure is pretty fucking incredible. Really good. Small waist, put a bit more on those legs, a little more on the arms. Lats are great. Chest looks good. Midsection's nice. His back shots look good. Yeah, but like, you know how we do like a rate your physique? Yeah. And, we're, and we're like, oh, you're missing this, you're missing that. This is like, everything looks pretty even. It, it just, just needs more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's yeah. got this crazy Christmas tree in his back double. Yeah. If you can find it. That's a nice front relax, too. I like it's that. It's a very, relax. very nice front relax. It's like, yeah. it's like a fucking. He's going to look way more impressive in a lineup because he's just so wild. Yeah. Good for him, man. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I, I agree with Ian, man. It's nice to see like a new crop of guys coming up and like really trying to make a name for themselves. Um, We have Carlos Thomas, too, doing it, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You're not going to be able to fight his IG. He's uh, gone to ground. Yeah, I found his IG. Oh, but oh, there's shoot. nothing. Yeah, on there's it. nothing. Yeah, but we go by. We'll go with this because there's enough muscle here. Yeah. To even if he didn't put on any muscle from this point. Yeah. Well, where he needs the muscle is on the back shots. Like obviously he's got fucking crazy legs and arms and chest. Mm -hmm. His back was where he was missing a little bit. 
but yeah, I mean, he's a big boy for sure. Side of the leg looks nuts. I've been saying this for weeks now. If Carlos is peeled, everybody's fucked. But uh, I don't, you know, I don't know what he looks like. He's uh, he's doing the Dorian thing. Isn't he also working with Patrick? I'm not sure. No, he's working with Cash Goodry. He was working with Patrick up until like two weeks out last year or yeah. for the for the Nationals. And then things went sideways and he yeah, you see the back right a little more, but yeah, I was just I was just looking. Oh that's yeah, that, that pose doesn't look finished. But yeah, the back definitely looks like it needs some help. But if he's shredded, I don't know if that back will be enough to cost him the show. I, what do you think? What do you think, Ian? Then you got, what's what's the? I always forget this guy's fucking name, even though I I like his physique. Uh, the the fucking cereal company guy. Oh Ross, he's Ross. Oh Ross. Oh, he's doing Cali. He's not doing New York. Yeah, he's doing Cali and Toronto. He's not okay. I knew he was doing Toronto with me. I thought he was doing New York and then and then Toronto. But I wanted mm-hmm. to I want to take a look at his physique anyway because I think he just posted some recent shots that look really good. Yes, right. Uh, this is Ross's most recent update. This is this is fucking crazy. Yeah, that's that's the roundness is really cool on yeah. that side. Like, like everything, the calves, like every every all every muscle here is like, yeah. And I generally don't like it when guys lift their shoulders like that when they pose. Like, see how he's like lifting his shoulders upwards. Yeah, but it looks good it looks on. Good. Him. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, because it makes him look kind of like round and compact. It looks nice. Yeah. That's a good back double, man. He's really yeah. fucking made some big changes from last year. Yeah, it's very detailed. Good for him, man. Um, all right. Ian, what's going on? You're four weeks out? Five weeks out. Are you shredded yet? Uh, no. <laughs> How much do you weigh? 270. Low. Low 270s. 272, 273, 270, somewhere in there. It ranges, you know. It doesn't even feel like you're doing a show. I don't even want to ask you questions. You're just like, yeah, I'm dieting. Man, you know how many goddamn shows I've done? Like, I, this has like my, been my job for a fucking decade, you know? Like, this is just business as usual for me. But no, never, I mean. I never got to that point. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. I preps that are hard. Why are you I laughing? Have... Wait, wait. Why is that? <laughs> what are you laughing at, Mike? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to that point no i didn't compete long enough for it to ever be business as usual i was just like every time i did it i was like fuck when's this gonna be over <laughs> like, <laughs> look, I, pizza. I have preps that are harder preps and easier preps and you know like ones that are harder for me to get in shape and easier and ones that go smoother and mentally easier and harder and they're all kind of like you know they're all a little different obviously i mean life, life is different at different times and you know they all have their different you know, aspects and stuff. But I mean, at this point, like I've done so many fucking preps of just doing cardio and eating my meals and training. And like, no, I mean, there's not like, there's not much difference from one to the other, you know, until, until you get into the last week and you're either in shape or you're not, and you either peak right or you don't, or you win or you don't. And until then it's all kind of the fucking same shit. You know? Dude, do you feel like that? Is it, are you at a point? I mean, you obviously haven't done as many shows, but are you at a point now where you kind of roll with things? Yeah, this is the first year where, like, it's been pretty much autopilot for me. Because me and my coach, Blue, are, like, we're really on the same page. Our communication is really good. Um, and he, you know, he knows exactly what to do with me. Basically, the game plan is uh, first two-thirds of prep, having consistent weight loss, just getting leaner. Um, 
you know, and then I start to get more flat, uh, like five, six weeks out at that point, um, you know, get flat for a few days, dig down, get a little leaner, and then he'll have me refeed. And we just do that about once a week. Yeah. And it's just been routine uh, so far. Wash, rinse and repeat. Yeah. I'm, je- yeah. I'm jealous that you're at 26 years old and you already have this like kind of down pat attitude. Just like I got it figured out. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like nonchalant with the good in a good way. It helps when like, I know Ian does this, but like I don't in the off season, like I'm still following a meal plan the entire time. Cause I, I wouldn't just so much easier, man. Yeah. yeah. So so like when I started prep, it didn't feel like I was dieting until I was like, you know, six or seven weeks out, my weight was coming down. I was looking better, but like it was eating the same shit. I didn't, I didn't even start to feel like I was dieting until like three days ago, man. <laughs> so you don't, so you don't bulk in the off season. Bulk? Yeah. It's like a, a foreign word to you. <laughs> <laughs> bulk? Bulk? What the fuck is that? Well, like, is it like a fuad bulk or like a proper off season? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know where this. I don't know where this reputation came from. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm I'm pretty lucky. Like, I don't I don't get fat very easy. Um, so, I, I mean, I got to force feed myself pretty hard. But like, yeah. You know, see, me I'm, and you are limited by our stomach. Where Fuad's stomach is unlimited. You wouldn't have to force feed yourself if you would eat the McDonald's because it tastes <laughs> delicious. I do it from time to time. I got to go to. Order. How often do you had? How often do you cheat in the off season? Uh, like once. And can we week. wait? Can we just say something, just for the record, please? Defensive. Listen, because there's a obviously I'm retired, so I act like an asshole now with food. But when I was in the off season competing, I had a meal plan. I just would cheat a couple times a week. So yeah, it's, not that, it's not that it's foreign to me. I you know I understand what you're going through. Yeah, I would just you, three good meals, three bad meals, meals every day. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> you went by the 50 50 rule, you know? It was 80 20. It wasn't 50 50. 80 20. Okay, sorry. 80 20 was basically my off season. Anyway, you have so a pretty you... good appetite, though, Fuad? Yeah, I love to eat. Okay. Yeah, that helps a lot. You know, because like I don't really want to cheat on my diet. I'd rather just forge down more chicken and rice because I can't be bothered to go to McDonald's and get food. Uber um, Eats. I'm cheap bastard, man. Man, we're so different. You're like, I'm cheap. I don't like food. I'm like, I like this. Mike, what are we going to do with Stu? We can still be friends. Of course we can. It'll come to the dark side soon. Don't worry, man. Just give it some time. Of course we can be friends. Look at me and Ian. Me and Ian are best friends. And he's fucking the total opposite of me. Yeah. I like McDonald's. We connect on that. Well, but you barely eat it. Yeah, but I still love McDonald's. What's that, Stu? What's your go-to at McDonald's? Who, me or Ian? You. Either, well, it's like probably four or five sandwiches. Ooh, which ones? Well, it's big, like like big ones or dollar menu. Like Big Mac is the base. Sure, yeah. We do the same order, I think, though. Then you got to have a McChicken, just because I like the McChicken. And then two I, double cheeses. A double, two double cheeses, but I also like to throw in a sausage and egg McMuffin. Yeah, fucking order a McDonald's right now. <laughs> oh, and a diet coke, egg McMuffin, and, and a diet coke. coke. Yeah, got to keep the sugars down. You know what did you say, Stu? <laughs> You get a McMuffin any time of day? Yeah, an egg McMuffin. Yeah, sausage and egg. Whatever. Canada, we can. I don't know if you can in the states, but here we have twenty four seven breakfast. Yeah, all day. Some locations in the states have it. Some don't. That's pretty standard. Sometimes, sometimes I'll swap out the McChicken for like ten chicken McNuggets. Yeah, gotta be healthy. Get some some white meat there, you know. It's lean protein. If I was going going healthy, I get the McFish. (laughs) 
Or, or you get the chicken wrap with grilled chicken. You know? <laughs> I actually train I train a girl who works for McDonald's. She's high up, and I questioned her about the meat the other day. Uh, I know you're she, talking about. What did she say? She said that because I was like, she was like, oh, I was like talking about Burger King. I'm like, Burger King is my go-to for burgers. I don't I don't go to McDonald's for burgers. I go to McDonald's for nuggets. And there was like, oh, you eat at Burger King? You know, like, yeah. No, totally it's brainwashed. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like they put fillers in their meat, Mike. I'm like, like what? Like breadcrumbs and eggs. I'm like, yeah, well, I like those too. So that's how you make burgers. <laughs> She's like, ours is 100% meat. I'm like, but see, I heard something about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The company's She's called. Like, no, it's 100% meat. It's meat with just salt and pepper. I'm like, okay. No, no <laughs> the, the story is the company is called 100% beef. I think, I think, yes. I think that's, that's how they the, get that's how they here, get Here's the variance. It's like, are you going to have a tenth of a pound patty? That has no fillers, or one that's like an eighth of a pound, but the same amount of meat with just a little more fillers. No, but my point is, when I if you make hamburgers at home, you put breadcrumb or egg or something in it. Yeah, I usually put a binder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, I'd be like, so what? It has breadcrumbs and eggs. What's the big deal? Yeah, more calories for me. That's why Whoppers <laughs> are amazing. They kill any McDonald's burger. Yeah. No, come on, don't say that. Easily. Only if they're good, though. A bad Whopper, you know a bad, bad Burger King burger yeah, is bad Whoppers off the broiler. Yes. You know how bad Burger King burger wins everything. You know how bad you stink after you eat a Whopper? Oh, yeah. You fucking stink every time you eat a Whopper. Every time. It's amazing. It's like Subway. If you go into Subway and eat a sub, you stink like Subway when you leave. Yeah, but Subway smells so fucking good, though. <laughs> like not not like an hour later. That bread, yeah. 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 That bread's not even bread. Yeah, it's legally not bread. It's, yeah, it's I, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? It's a dessert. It's considered a dessert because the amount of sugar, sugar in it. That's an in Ireland or whatever. In Ireland, the government deemed Subway bread dessert, not bread, because of the amount of sugar in it. Look at Mike's going to order Subway now. Look, it's like... <laughs> change that order. Subway, little McDonald's. <laughs> All right, so Stu, in the off season, you follow a plan, and uh-huh. you don't have a huge appetite how often do you cheat uh once a week and you know my coach usually has to go and tell me to do it um wow you're like worse than ian what's the uh what's the go-to cheat in the off season uh you know there's a there's a in and out like three minutes from where i live right now so that was a good one that was a big one or me and my girlfriend would like kill a pizza together that's but the, the, the thing is like when you got no appetite you're force feeding all day you know, eat your last meal is like a cheat. Yeah. Like I don't want to be force feeding, you know, yeah, food, water, food, water, like like I do all day with a pizza. It's supposed to be fun and nice. Yeah, but this is, a, this is a man that I understand right here, you know. No, this is not understandable at all. I get this. This is my life. It's like I need a fucking three liters of water to eat my meals, you know? Like yeah, it's just water, yeah. water, water. Like yeah. man, I have no problem eating, whether it's clean or shitty. Okay. Why wouldn't you on the Saturday say if you're going to cheat? Why wouldn't you just uh, eat eat a little less during the day? Like take a few calories off of each meal and then that's have how it works. Yeah, it is. No, you got to get all of them in plus fluidisms. <laughs> I don't. I don't subtract I don't... 500 calories here. Pull yeah. them over for the cheesecake. Add, add them up. <laughs> Put them all at the end of the day and just get it all in. <laughs> Like if it fits your macros, but if it fits your cheat meal, you know. Yeah. 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 How can I make it fit my cheat meal? Listen, Dex, McDonald's. Listen, it fucking worked for me. All right, I got huge, so you could do it too. Um, That's true. 
no uh no i get it i i just i never ever struggle with appetite i i should I, actually I could, eat, I could eat a lot right now but uh you know i should actually rephrase that i had a stomach ache a lot of the time i just didn't care <laughs> fought through that fucker <laughs> i did i would complain i remember if you asked my wife she'd be like man you complained all the you're time you're like ghrelin and leptin like secretion outweighed your stomach pain <laughs> yeah. like, pretty sure you have an ulcer man no i'm good <laughs> <laughs> it's a hernia poking out of your stomach so uh you guys heard the news today which one the hostile news you signed a new athlete no justin uh Justin decided to move on. Oh yes, and Nate, me and Nate are and and his Nate Nate's fine. His contract has come to an end, so we're just trying to figure out uh, what's next. But so that was kind of shitty. It's like been a few sleepless nights and trying to figure things out. But yeah, it happens. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. that's my news. I don't have any good news this this week. I have bad news, such as life. Right? It's just kind of like is he still going to come on the pod? Look, man, you know, out of everybody that's come and gone at Hostile, I mean, aside from Ben, because me and Ben are very close, uh, but I think me and Justin, you know, me and Samson are pretty close too, but me and Justin became pretty good friends. We had a lot of like, you know, a lot of private conversations, a lot of outings together, a lot of eating together and having just fun together. So I would I would like to keep that friendship. So yes, I would hope you would come back on the pod and like well, have, have some laughs. And... people and the people... <laughs> Justin, if you're listening, yeah, please come. Yeah, back. no, he's he's uh, he's all right. Look, he wants to do his own thing, and it's it's fine. I'm gonna, you know, he can go do his own thing and be good with it. I just, if he wants to come back on the pod, I'm sure he won't be back on every week or anything, but he'll be back when he's when he's ready to come back. I think. So cool. Anyway, uh, that's my news, Mike. Anything new going on? Excited for the live podcast. What? Yeah, guys, I didn't know guy was coming. Ah, oh, I forgot about the live. You know what? Mike's a better marketer than I am. We're like live. <laughs> May thirteenth. I actually gave you a plug. <laughs> I filmed a YouTube video today, train chest, and I gave you a plug in to tell people to go buy tickets and everything. Did you? Thank I did, you, man. I appreciate. I'll take that. my uh, commission later. I'll make sure we give it to you. So, you, whatever yeah. your uh, whatever your guest posing fee was, we'll add like a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> No, you got to add ten percent of total ticket sales. Ten percent. So bring you a bring you a carton of smokes. Fifty. Yeah, yeah give, give me a give me a carton of Melmos. <laughs> yeah. You want a carton of, of Marlboros? No, like give me some like good. Uh, give them the bellies. Give them the bellies. Yeah, there's some, like nice Benson hedges or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> should we smoke during the podcast? It's your, yeah, it's your show, man. You're you're making the rules here. So, yeah. me, you, and Mike, and Paul, guys, the only one who doesn't smoke. We'll make guys smoke. We'll peer pressure him into smoking. I'll make guys smoke a cigar. Oh, we'll make him smoke cigarettes like a real man. (laughs) (laughs) The least he can do for not getting his fucking nipple pierced. What the fuck? Belly button pierced. That's true. He always. We're going to make him. That could be a. You should have to do it live. I could bring a guy. He has to chain smoke half a pack. You know what? We won't tell him. And I don't think he'll watch this. Anybody watching this, don't let guy know. Yeah, Uh, that's out of the fucking bag. (laughs) (laughs) No chance that's happening yet. No, they won't tell him. The minute this goes up, guy. Yeah. No, they won't tell him. I I have faith. Bring bring your piercing guy, and we'll make guy do it. We'll hold him down and just make him do it. I'll do it. I've I've pierced nipples before. I'll do it. I'll do it on the show. (laughs) 
Love to hear. I'll that. actually pierce guy's nipple. I'll bring the shit and we'll do it on the show. <laughs> oh my God. Who's that'll be good? You pierce. Yeah, oh, just friends, you know. I, I remember the. I actually remember distinctly like the first totally one I ever. Normal. The first <laughs> one I ever did was. Did you guys have like car rally in high school? Did anyone else do that shit? What is it? No, like get together. Maybe it's something else. It's like when your grad class does like a really fucked up scavenger hunt, like at the end of the year. No. So it's like, but you have like cars, you do it, but like the things on the scavenger hunt will be like wacky. It's like, you know, fucking get a picture with a fucking hooker sucking your dick or like, you know what I mean? Ridiculous stuff. And one of the things was, one of the things was getting a nipple piercing. Um, but we're obviously like not going to fucking drive downtown, like do this. Yeah. So we just, I found a bobby pin and just fucking reefed her right through buddy's nipple there. And wow. then one of the next things was, is where the car rally started is we had to swim in this like really dirty fucking, it's called the beaver pond, like really dirty pond. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy that decided to do it for our team was the one who had just got his nipple pierced. So he's oh, swimming no. fucking freshly. Yeah. I mean, that was just like infection waiting to happen for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was probably that was the first, that was the first one. I pierced Melissa's belly button for it too. I've done that too. It was Whoa. probably an infection when you just took a bobby pin and tried to decide to pierce his nipple. Well, I I, put, I took a lighter to the bobby pin first, at least. That's medical. Yeah, yeah that's medical <laughs> shit. <It's> medical. <laughs> probably fine. That's he watched it. Nice he watched it in a Ram. He watched it in a Rambo movie. He's like, yeah, yeah, this works. <laughs> um, okay, so Mike's right. May thirteenth. Anybody in the GTA live podcast? Uh, Mike, Ian, Melissa, Paul, and Guy is coming as well. We're going to be on stage shooting the shit. We'll take some questions. We'll have a good time. Uh, it'll be fun. That is, when is the New York? You cut out there. What did you say? 20, uh, May 20th. May 20th. So it's the week after. Oh, I'm going to yeah. be there. What am I talking about? I'm going to be in New York. I thought you were. Yeah, that's right. I got to go. I totally forgot about that. I got to go to. Uh, oh, Aries. Well, I got to go to the Bev's gym appearance with Samson on May 18th, then the New York Pro May 20th, and then the Aries nutrition uh, appearance in, in his new location in Philly on May 21st. You're going to go to New York Pro. I'm going to go to New York Pro. I totally fucking forgot. I can't, you know, I can't keep my days straight. I'm just. You're just I'm, so fucking busy, man. Just hustling. Ian, Mogul. Okay. I'm telling you, fuck business mogul. You know, you guys can suck it. I actually am Jet setting CEO. Look at this guy go smoking cigars. I have a jet couch. flying. <laughs> Shit. You know what, man? You're, you guys you're, you're so important, man. I'm not important, but I am busy. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Fuck you guys. Are you testing right now, Mark Cuban? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys, man. I am busy. Yeah, a private plane. We got a lot of we got a lot of shit on the like, go. Fuel the jets. He's starting his jet just to go to the gym. <laughs> go find McDonald's I, run. I'm actually looking for questions, so we get to do some questions. All right, Stu. Yes, sir. How many times do you shower before changing your towel? I don't know. My girlfriend does that. Ah, uh, one of those guys. Yeah, like the pimp glasses fall I think, over his face. I think it's once a week, My but I really don't pay that. attention. Man. How long do you change yours, Swan? We've had this conversation. This cigar keeps going out. Fuck. Um, I was the one who got shit on the most because I was like seven, seven showers probably. That's not that bad. I do more than that for sure. Like I don't six, think so seven. either. Yeah, it's like. 
if you shower twice a day, it's like fucking what three or four days. Yeah, I mean, I'm also, I'm also clean when I get out of the shower. That's the point of the shower, you know. I'm not like I'm not like wiping my dirty body with. My Where towel. were you when I was having this argument? I was on with like. I, I don't know. Paul Maybe I intentionally just went against you just because, but you I'm. Do, I'm I, I know. I know you do that sometimes. I'm being honest now, and now I'm with you. Yeah. I know you. I know you fucking do that sometimes. Oh, I do it all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I think down it was, in the desert. I don't think you need to wash them as much. Your shit dries out quicker here. That's true. Oh, so you don't sweat as much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you sweat a lot, but like it dries quick. Less, less mildew. I think uh, Paul said he changes his fucking towel every uh, every time he showers. What? The fuck? I know. I'm like, this is like fucking... guy doing lo- like loads of towels like every other day. That's what I'm saying. Or like, what? how much laundry would you have to do? He's got kids too, so they're what going through fucking five towels a day. You know. <laughs> Maybe they what? each use the same towel. I just picture Paul running around yeah, the house. Gra- the whole family uses one towel. towel. Yeah. <laughs> they just leave one towel together. in the bathroom and everyone uses it, and then they wash at the end of the day. <laughs> That's pretty Mike, gross. Mike, how many showers How many showers for each towel? Probably four or five. Yeah, I know I've gone over. Like, I know I've gone a week. Using now, I'm gonna, now I'm going to keep track so I know. I I've never kept track before. My wife heard that podcast, so she's she started taking my towel more often. Me and Melissa use different showers, so I don't. She wouldn't. She doesn't take mine. You use different showers. Yeah, she yeah, uses the main bathroom, and I use our ensuite. And I'm the fucking mogul. He's like, yeah, my wife's got her own shower. <laughs> <laughs> How many bathrooms do you have in your house? Uh, Counting the butler quarters, five. <laughs> <laughs> you have fucking. Two bathrooms more than me. So get oh, then there's the guest house. Uh, seven. <laughs> the pool house, the guest house. Yeah. Fuck you guys, man. <laughs> no, she just uses the the main bathroom. Our main upstairs bathroom is a bigger bathroom versus our ensuite, which is what I use. She uses the bigger bathroom with more counter space where she can have like all her products. And make the same arrangement I have. Yeah. Good one. yeah. That's actually a good idea. So you yeah. don't fuck up anything with your girl's stuff. Yeah. You know? No, and we just and then like in in her shower she has all her products like I don't you know use any of those and the shower in our ensuite the fucking water pressure out of that thing is like a jet I, I like which that. I like yeah like that I thing have, can blow paint off the walls I know a couple I won't name names that don't sleep in the same bed at night most nights that's weird is it I don't what you don't sleep in the same bed how come because you snore yeah I used to and then we just got used to sleeping apart and I have a CPAP but I still sleep I just still sleep alone yeah I think with sleep apnea and CPAPs that's not uncommon but if it's like for another reason I think that's a little weird. wait a minute tell me how this works Mike you're like watching a movie you're eating a pizza then what you're like okay good night you give her a kiss and you go to your bedroom yeah she usually takes our our one she sleeps with our Pomeranian so she'll take our our French Bulldog with her too when she goes up because she goes to bed earlier so I'll get the dog, and then I'll like when I come to bed, I'll get the dog moved to my bed. Say good night. Huh. It's so much better, man. Is it? Oh, yeah. But if you just get a king size, it's not like you're touching them anyway. It's like they're over it's there. Better, Look, we all we all know it's probably better, but it's just weird, you know. Like no, no, wait, wait, so wait, much wait. better. I don't think it's better. Wait, hey, think of think of in the morning, like when my, Melissa gets up quite a bit before me, and when you have that bed all to yourself, that's pretty okay. fucking awesome. Yeah, but Literally. think about having that feeling all the time. No, no, wait a minute. Even <laughs> when I <laughs> even when I sleep at a hotel, like if I'm away from home, I literally still sleep on the same side of the bed. Yeah, but no, you but still I, have the room. It's different. 
I don't I don't ever use like if you saw my hotel room bed in the morning. Only oh, you're one, one of those, eh? Yeah, only one half would be fucked. Oh no, up. when I wake up in the morning, like, Melissa's like that. She can get out and like fold the corner over, and she's like, "Good." I'm like, I'm like, get out of bed. The fucking entire bed is like the best. <laughs> yeah, because I'll like pull the covers and like tuck it between my legs, and like I roll, you know, like I take the whole thing apart. Yeah, Stoop. especially right now, once I get the like the drugs in, the the night sweats start to come out. Like I, y- yeah. yeah, fuck that, you know. Do, yeah. Do you guys have a king or queen size bed? Uh, queen size, and that's a problem. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That is a problem. Yeah, you need to fix that. Pro- that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred and two queen sizes and move my, into my girl's room. pretty. My girl's pretty big too. Like she's a like buck sixty five. Five. Is two. she a figure girl bodybuilder? Like she she'd be women's physique. She was going to do a show this year, but she decided not to. She, but you know, thick, right? Yeah. Um, and between the two of us, it's it's a problem. <laughs> she doesn't mind my CPAP though when I was using that. So. Yeah. I put, yeah, are you, Melissa, no, go ahead. When Melissa and I first met, um, we had, I had a queen size and that was like, it was pretty rough. And then yeah. like, obviously she started bodybuilding. So she grew and then I've grown over the last 10 years. And then it's like, it was just getting real tight in there. You know? See, we had a queen size when we met, but summer is tiny. Yeah. And we used to bang all the time. So it was all right. Thank yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't mind having a queen size. Get away from me. Can you bang the king size? What's the difference? Well, I'm, what I'm saying is the queen size made us like closer together. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, I didn't care because I was like, oh, I guess we're going to bang because we're like this close. Yeah. Right. You're already touching each other anyway. So yeah. might as well you just get a twin. I think back to that now, like my, my like first girlfriend out of high school and stuff, she lived in resident, like in a residence at university. And I would go there and we'd sleep in her single bed together. And I was like, I was like two thirty. Like I wasn't small then, you know. Basically, slept on top of you. Yeah, like how does that even make sense? I couldn't sleep in a single bed alone anymore. You know, like how small is that? Stu, is is your girlfriend home right now? Uh, yeah, she's trying to be sparse though. Oh, she (laughs) can't. But but she can't hear you because she's wearing you're wearing headphones. Uh. Or she can't. Know. She can hear you. But she, gonna, can't, she can't. Yeah, hear if me. she if she hears what I'm saying, I'm gonna hear in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was gonna get at, and it just nod your head, like just you know. <laughs> so, if you're talking about an ex, does she get upset? Like, if you were to tell me a story about an ex, would she get upset? Uh, I I wouldn't do that. See. <laughs> It's so strange. I've always been mesmerized by Ian's freedom and just like the way he talks. But I would have these I would I would tell these stories to Melissa. That's fucked up. I mean what's, not, what's not, fucked not, up from just not, going not, to the not, dorm not, of another girl? Not in a bad not in a bad way it's fucked up. It's like I couldn't do that. Yeah, I was telling her the other day about we were, because one of my buddies sent me a meme or something and I was telling her about how one girl that I used to date that when you would do her from behind, she always had a stinky butthole. <laughs> and I was telling this to Melissa. Over dinner. <laughs> Over dinner with her parents. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, that is weird. <laughs> I'm jealous of that level of confidence. Right? That's what I <laughs> That's so crazy. Mike, can you do that? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go into, I don't think I'd be too welcome going into like graphic detail, but I can tell stories about, 
I, this happened with this person or whatever. Like, I don't have to, I wouldn't be talking about specifics probably. Yeah. I kind of, kind of work my way around. That. Yeah. I work my way around things. Cause I can't. Yeah. My girl wouldn't be, she'd just be like, I don't want to fucking hear about that. Don't tell me about like, your it's previous been like a slow build over a long time. Tolerance. A slow build of tolerance. <laughs> it, but it's both like she could, I wouldn't care. If she, like I'll, I wouldn't care hearing her say anything. Not that she would go over. I, I, I don't care. When she, like, yeah. sometimes I'll ask her just to make her uncomfortable on purpose. Yeah. Oh, I do all the time. I'll make jokes about it, like, in, you know, other guys or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably just got fed up trying to change you, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right. Back to questions. Uh, bro chat question. Stu. Uh, is it only gay if you're gay? Oh, God. We have to. This has become a staple. It's a staple question. Yeah, I, I think the act, the act is, is the sin. No, wait, that's. that's not it. Um, <laughs> You're in trouble now. You immediately uh, got a bunch of. He whips out a Bible from behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Ian bursts into flame. <laughs> yeah, I. No, we're gonna have to. According to this, this book right here. <laughs> Stu, are you a religious guy? I am not. Oh, you're uh, not. Okay. Yeah, my mother was raised a Catholic. She was like, none of that for you. She mm. uh, she didn't want any of that. So. so what is your opinion about it's gay if you're gay? It's only uh, gay if you're gay? It, it is gay if you do the gay thing, not if you're... So he's straight. on my side. He's on your side. Yes. Well, that's nice to hear. So, so far, <laughs> you're standing alone. You're all by yourself right now. That's okay. I, I can be on my island. Wiping his ass. Yeah, standing up, wiping my ass, you know? <laughs> you need to uh, put that on a t-shirt, man. I don't know why that's not a t-shirt already. What? It's only gay if you're gay. He's yes, not on a shirt. I just, oh, you have him. He sold him yeah. out. He sold him out. I just did it once, yeah. So you got to bring, bring another color. Yeah. Like, like Jordan, just keep re-releasing colors. Keep color. <laughs> That'll be rainbow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh... Would you or have you ever received a blumpkin? What's a blumpkin? Isn't that like pooping on something? Like, no, that's isn't that scat? No, isn't a blumpkin where you're like getting blown while you're taking a shit? What's a blumpkin? Come on, yeah, where you get a blowjob while you're taking a poop? Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the act of performing fellatio while the recipient is defecating on a toilet. Yeah. Yes. That's what we so, got. No, I have definitely not. That's fucking rough. That's rough. Could yeah, you even? Right could now. you even do that? It would be it's hard. Com it's combining two things that are really great, though. But it would be hard to have an erection while shitting, wouldn't it? I don't think I've ever had an erection while shitting. No, like it's. I've had an erection while pissing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but imagine think how hard that is. You're straining. Like you're straining the shit, and your dick just staring straight up at you. Like, well, the thing is, too, like all. All poops are peas, but not all peas are poops, you know? So, like, if you're taking sitting down to take a no, shit... that's not true. You're always getting a little piss out of your taking no, a shit. No, sometimes I piss, and then I have to shit, and then I go shit, and there's no piss. Well, that's because your prostate is the size of a fucking grapefruit, not because of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's blocked. It's just blocked. You have uh, to pee. You just can't pee. There's a difference. 
There's so many assumptions on this podcast. <laughs> my, my prostate's fine, you fuck. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Stu, is That's... every is every poop a pee? And not every pee is a poop? I agree with yeah, I agree with Ian on this one. I've yeah. never not can like, you can you poop when, at least. Can you poop yeah. with a with a heart on? I I don't see how the two would like get the wavy. I've other. never had to take a shit when I had a hard one. Yeah, yeah like I don't like, think it would. I don't think it would. It would make it impossible. Like you could. I have. But, so you would be awkward because, like, you know, it'd be pushing up into like the seat right in front. Or of you. do you let it like go above? Do you let it no, sit? No, no, like, hear me out. Just hear me. You always pee when you poop, just so that's me. gonna make a mess. Yes. <laughs> that's what my point. Have a big prostate. Have you we ever? Should... Have you Maybe ever? I could do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Who I can do stuff. anything without peeing because he can't pee, period. I, I don't pee ever. Should, ever. He doesn't pee. We should, just gotta we should put some money behind this for some research. Wait a second. I have, I have a question. I'll have hold got... the shit in tonight, and when I get an erection, I'll go and try and push it out. No, that won't but work. Do you think, but do you think you can get erection if you're too focused on can holding I the shit in? Can I just ask you guys a question? Yeah, the same muscles. Because that feels kind of good, you know? Look, I'll solve this right now. Those are the same muscles. Yeah, but holding a shit feels kind of nice, you know. I could definitely hold that in. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's probably like stimulating your prostate back there. Yeah, right? it feels good. I like that feeling. Yeah. Haven't haven't you ever been like about to have sex or maybe even started having sex and then have to shit? No, that's never happened. I've even gone into sex having to shit and it magically disappeared that feeling. No, yes. and then Dude. after I was done, I dropped the shit because yes. it was there I've the whole time. Happened. Yeah, but it was Thank there you. the whole time. I've yeah, had some see one overrides the other. Yes, you can't do both. I agree with Mike on oh, that. Oh, so yeah. you're saying? Really you know, so you're both. saying? <laughs> yeah. No, your body's like, no, man, not right now. So work. you're saying? Not get supposed to. Wait, wait. So you're saying you can it's have that shit valve off? Yeah. You can have an erection while wanting to shit, but you can't shit and have an erection. Well, I'm sure you can, but he's saying that when you feel have the feeling of having to shit, and then you go to have sex, your body's going to repress that shit feeling because it knows it's sex time. You know. Sexy time. Yeah. Sexy time is going to outweigh shit time in a man's mind, you know? Maybe in a girl's mind, they might be like, sorry, I got to Pussy is undefeated, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy's not undefeated. That's what our coaches used to tell us in football. <laughs> if I so You're going to du- make a dumb mistake, boys. Pussy is undefeated. <laughs> if I have to piss, I will stop having sex and go piss. What? Yeah. You know why? Why do you have to pee when you're having sex? No, no. Well, because sometimes you wake up in the morning and you got to piss, but I don't want to get up and piss. Longer, like I want no, just because I want to bang so bad that I just start. But okay, then I'm like, because <laughs> then I'm like, fuck. Really this, I'm gonna get this. Use this morning wood to get this morning started. <laughs> I gotta piss. <laughs> Take advantage just of that morning wood, in man. There straining, <laughs> trying to get something out in the morning. Nothing better than morning wood sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. I don't want to come and have to piss at the same time. Well, I find it's like it's like almost too stimulating when you have to piss and you're trying to. No, it makes it worse because it's. I've never had a good. No. Like while having to piss. Yeah. Ever. It's hard to piss with a boner. You got to really find your stance for that. I always make sure to empty the tank before I have sex. Yeah. You can't piss with a boner, right? Event. You gotta like you gotta know your angles for that. You gotta really get like you gotta like put hold the wall. I was up to get a like sumo squat stance and like 
tip yourself. Honestly, if I'm at that point and it's like I really got to piss with erection, I'm just gonna like get in the shower and piss in the shower. You know, I'll just yeah, sit down, just straight sit down. upward. Just sit down. Just, no, just stand in the shower just and just let it go just straight no, up. Just sit, down, <laughs> just sit down and push it into no, the no, no. Like, uh, underneath yeah. the seat. No. Who wants let the seat hold it down? <laughs> Who has to sit down to pee? Yeah. If I have to, if I have an erection, I will push it down. No, I think I would like stand. I would like stand against the wall and like get as horizontal as I can. You know, I've done that too. It doesn't work as well. <laughs> Stu, next time, just plank across the bowl and just stick your dick right in there. And see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and take a picture of it because it's hilarious. Lay, just lay flat <laughs> across the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You're retarded. How well can Hassan Mustafa do if he comes in absolutely shredded? Could he win a show? Yes. What do you guys think? I saw him the other day. He looks good. He has won shows. Well, he won. Yeah, he won two shows. Didn't he win two shows last year, right? Or one? He won Orlando, right? Yeah, I thought he won two shows last year. I could be wrong. I'm assuming he's going to do Toronto. Yeah, he did Orlando and Puerto Rico, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, he's probably going to do... He's probably going to do Toronto because he's living there now. So I would assume he's going to jump in. I would assume so, yeah. That's actually going to be a good competition for you. Yeah, no, I've competed with him a few times. He's good. Yeah, yeah, that'll be – actually, that's going to be – that's the best competition for you I've heard of so far at that show. Yeah. Is It'll AJ be... still coaching him? No, he's working with – Why isn't he working with the Cement Factory? He got him in shape. Uh, but what did it take? <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's the thing. no, no. But listen, I've heard, I heard some horror stories about his preps previous about how low he went with food and everything, oh, and yeah. and he couldn't like get in shape. And then I, he started working with AJ, and he looked the best he's ever looked. And I team mayhem. I don't know who that is. Isn't that Chad? It's Chad Nichols. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So he's working with Chad. Well, I mean, Chad's good at working with the bigger guys. So yeah, he looks good right now, though. You know the beauty of. Go ahead, Steve. AJ's really big on like anti-estrogens, like a mm. lot of them. At the end, yeah. Of that. Honestly, so that would scare me off. You know, but I'll tell you I what, mean, I'll it t- worked. I'll but... tell you what, Stu. I am. Um, and AJ, if you're listening to this, I apologize if I'm wrong, but I did a podcast with AJ, and he kind of, you know, touched on some of his theories, and he's a little bit like Chad. So I don't think it'll be a, a drastic difference. Chad's pretty big on. Well, he was when I worked with him on anti-estrogens too. But I think the benefit to someone like Hassan working with Chad is Chad is very extreme in his diets. And it works for somebody like Hassan because Hassan has so much muscle that he can afford to like. Where conditioning is what's necessary and losing a bit of muscle is fine. Yeah. Yeah, Like if he drops a couple pounds of muscle while he's getting shredded, it's not going to fucking hurt his physique at all. Yeah. Yeah, It's not like the anti-estrogen thing doesn't work. It's just like it feels horrible. It does feel horrible. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I recall that. Um, All right. Uh, if you could kit a gym out but could only use one manufacturer, who would it be? Canada, Cybex, Cybex or Atlantis? Yeah, Cybex. Yeah. yeah, you like Panada that much, eh, Mike? If I had to pick, I mean, there's other, there's different brands I like for different things, but overall, I have the best resale value. I've only used a few Panada pieces, but I wasn't like. Overly the pieces wild, that wild are wild. good are incredible, and some pieces I don't like at all. 
Like their pieces that are good pieces are way better than any other comparable pieces. But I've used some pieces that I'm like, this just does not feel ergonomically right. You know, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if this is the right word to use, but it felt a little flimsy compared to like, some oh, I, never that. Some, I find they feel really solid. No, like when I look, when I feel like a Cybex piece or like a Paramount piece, yeah. they feel like, you know, They're the solid like brick shit has. Yeah. Heavy solid heavy. fucking steel. Yeah, and, and you'll see Cybex pieces that were built in 1992 that are still like pristine, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the top four genetic trait of yours are put into cards. What card are you choosing or exchanging from the person next to you? So what's what's the four things? In the end, who's got the best deal? What? Okay, so we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're getting Stu's hair. Yeah. What's the point of the next thing? I don't know. It doesn't say. Popularity, like. It doesn't say. What was the turning point in your career where you believed you could make a living bodybuilding? Oh, that's a hard question to ask me, man. My career has been so progressive. You know, like, I've been pro for, like, almost a decade, you know, like. And it was like, I never had one, like, it wasn't like I was a Nick Walker where I like turned pro and fucking won the Arnold like a year later. Like, it was kind of like I was like fifth, sixth, fourth, third, second, uh, win a small show, win a bigger show. You know, like it's, it was such a gradual, like, you know, where I got some contracts, a little better contracts, a little better contracts. Like it was so progressive, you know, I can't really answer that. Uh You have to, there has to be some point where you're like, I know I can. Because wouldn't you say like when you signed with Raw was a major one? Yeah, but I had already been to the Olympia at that point. Yeah, so you must have known you could have did, done something. Yeah, I'd already played seventh at the Olympia when I signed with Raw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like think at for... what point were you making all of your money off of bodybuilding related stuff? I like, was yeah, like where I lived entirely off bodybuilding with no coaching, nothing else. I've only even, been even including coaching too. Well, I've retired from coaching now, but yeah. Right, but you know, when you're, you know, before you transition entirely to that. Yeah, like when I was with ANS, I was making good enough money that with that plus coaching, I was like doing well. So, I mean, since yeah. 2017, 2016, 17, I was like able to support myself through a life of bodybuilding, you know? Yeah, I think uh -huh. the first year I turned pro, I was with Muscle Tech and they were paying two grand a month. That was kind yeah. of the, the starting contract for any my first person. my first contract with ANS when I signed in 2016 was two grand a month. Yeah, that's that was used that used to be, and I don't know if that still is, but that used to be the kind of starting point for most pros. Yeah. Um, and I was still coaching, so I think at that point, I think the first year I turned, like the first year I was a pro, I was and I got my contract with Muscle Tech. That was my I I quit my jobs and that was it. I was yeah. I had the Muscle Tech contract. And then I was coaching on the side and that was enough for me. I actually do have an answer to this, but it's kind of a backwards answer because I thought it, but then I realized I didn't until later, if you know what I mean. So like when I, when I turned pro, I won that show in the amateur Olympia yeah. and went for winning that I got a weeder contract. So I had a weeder contract and that they invited me to like go to the Olympia and work the weeder booth. And I'm like at the booth of like Phil and Kai and all these big yeah. names. This is 20, 14 Olympia. Um, and at that point, I was like, I made it. They're flying me out to the Olympia. I'm working the booth. Like, I'm with the big names. And then I did my pro debut with you the next year, and I got fucking 
like I didn't, I, I didn't, I did okay. Like I was seventh. seventh. Yeah. I was seventh. seventh, you know, but I had expected to do a lot better. So it was a yeah. disappointment at the time. Um, and then my next year or two were like not any better than that. I was kind of like sixth, fifth, seventh, eighth, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I took all 17 off and came back. So it was kind of like, I thought it. And then I was like, I had a kind of a rude awakening when I actually competed as a pro. And then I guess when I came back in 2018, that was probably when I was like, okay, this is like, I'm good now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, was there a point where you used bodybuilding no, as no. your soul? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I worked my ass off all the time. Um, yeah, I think, like I said, I think it was year one. Because once I got that, once I got the first contract, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to actually, to be honest with you, wait, let's go further back. I think when I left university, I was like, this is going to be my life. Wait, whoa, okay. We're answering two different questions. <laughs> I already knew it was going to be my life, whether I was going to make money off it or not. But that's the answer then. Oh, okay. I thought you. the question was more like, when did you think you could fully well, support think, yourself and be a full-time yeah. bodybuilder, like making good income, you know? Well, I think there's two, there's two answers, right? Because you could say... He was kind of asking, like, when did you think it was going to be your career? Oh, then, yeah, day one. Because I think when I – I think I almost, like, pigeonholed myself into this career by quitting university. I was like – I did the exact same thing. I yeah. dropped out of college, and I'm like, this yeah. is it, the end, you know? Well, I quit university, and then I quit a really good job I had. And I was like, okay, well, either I'm going to be a, I'm gonna be a strip, car, strip club manager for the rest of my life, or I'm going to make this work. Yeah. And that was kind of – that was the end of it. Stu, where is you your... made a good strip club manager though? I was a good strip club manager. I even had like the Arab like beard. You look, you look the part. Yeah, the goatee, Definitely. goatee and stuff. Yeah. I, I used to have gold rings. I used <laughs> to do the. Uh, club. I used to do the light shows for the girls. Really? <laughs> I could hear Fuad on the mic and be like, "And next up, no, no, listen, no, listen. So, <laughs> no, listen. I, I would stand at the door. This is before I wasn't managing. I was still bouncing. I stand at the door, and on the slower nights, the DJ booth is like right next to the door, and all of his lighting and everything was right like where I would lean on the thing. Yeah. So I would get bored some nights, and I know people are like, "Oh, you worked at a strip club? You literally it like Mike sucks. Like Mike knows you, you stop looking at the girls after like the first two weeks. It sucks. So I would start doing like the girls would come out to whatever song, like it would be like Thunderstruck or something, and I would be doing like stroke. <laughs> I've been doing like strobe lights and shit to their fucking. They're fucking having seizures out there. <laughs> I did all the fucking crazy, and then I got in trouble for it. The manager was like, "I gotta let you girls go." Are, girls I are got... falling off the stage because they can't. Fucking <laughs> no, swear. no, 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 no. He was like, because I wasn't paying attention to the door. Like people were walking in, and I'm like, because the girls would start asking me, like, "Hey, can you do my light show for me?" I'm like, "All right." So I would do that. So I got like twenty this... bucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I got to call. He calls me in his office. I got to fire you. You're going to fire me for what? He's like, you're not paying attention to the door. I'm like, I'm about to fucking hire me as the light guy then. (laughs) Hire me back. (laughs) Dude, I fucking choked the guy on his desk. I was like, you're going to fire me? What? I fucking came. I came around his desk. I grabbed him him by his neck and I put his head on the desk and I'm like, you're not going to fire me. I'm fucking working here. You're not firing me. I leave Did his office. I leave his office. I go back to the front door and I'm fucking with the lights again. And he comes, <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. He's like, doesn't say a fucking word. I'm like, guess I got my job. So yeah. Job so, retention uh, 101 right there. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, choke him out. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, I kept my job. Anyway, well, I, don't you know, know how- I know I know if Chris and Dom and them ever try to fire me, I'll just choke them out. Just you know? choke them, yeah, and that'll work. And then they'll be like, okay, just stay, forget it. Yeah. Um, Contract negotiations. Yeah. Stu, what uh, you're in that phase right now. So are you in a place where you're like, I know I can make this a career, or are you still like, I'm having fun. I don't know what it's going to be. Well, up until like Saturday night, basically, uh, <laughs> it was like. No, it, it was still just having fun. But like, uh, you know, that one picture of me and Hunter together kind of like made it click in my head and it made it click in a lot of other, pe- other people's heads. That yeah. Like, I, I actually am like big enough to be competitive. Um, yeah. I'm obviously not on Hunter's level, but like, you know, I'm, I'm a year into, not even a year into being a pro. So um, wheels have been turning the last few days a lot. Yeah. Know? Uh, I, I've, I've started coaching a couple of people in the last six, eight months. Um, once I'm done with my shows, I'm, I want to start like getting more into that and, you know, eventually try to, cause I don't like my job. You know, it's, it yeah. pays the bills. <laughs> they pay me way more than they should to be doing what I'm doing down here. Yeah. But like, it's, it's soul sucking. It's, it's really boring. And I, I'd much rather just go full does it, does it allow you like the time you need obviously to do what you want to do bodybuilding wise oh yeah yeah my i'm in this office where there's like me and one other dude upstairs there's mm-hmm. no one else you know i just sit there and eat my meals um it's it's a very low stress you know i can it's a desk job perfect for this sport but like you know i don't enjoy it uh, so I'm, I'm i'm kind of scheming right now like how can i make this work how can i you know, make the, the leap of faith into actually, you know, being a full-time bodybuilder with like coaching and whatever else I can do to make money. Right. Well, so. I think when you, I think when you do what you did with the guest posing, like, obviously we all know like Hunter's 14 weeks out or whatever, but just seeing yourself next to a pro sometimes mm-hmm. can make something click. And the reason I say that I'm kind of looking for it right now, but I can't find it. There was a, it was an amateur show back in the day. I don't, I don't think I'm going to find it. So anyway, there was an amateur show back in the day. They would, it was called the night of champions and they would have, uh, I think they were doing a thing where like you could come up from the audience and win like a prize or I think, Oh, I remember what it was. It was a one year sponsorship deal with a supplement company. And I think I was like my third year of bodybuilding or my fourth year, maybe. And Chris Cormier was there guest posing and I came out and I, stripped down in my underwear and I was posing next to Chris. Now, Chris was like, I think it was that period of time where Chris was like not bodybuilding, but still looked like great. And uh, when I looked at the pictures, I'm like, huh, I'm like, I'm fucking like in my third year of bodybuilding or fourth year of bodybuilding. And I kind of look like I'm like comparable. So it's that same kind of thing. It's like, it kind of gives you like uh, a little more context. Yeah. It gives you context to where you're at. It gives you some validity to your hard work. And you're like, if Hunter can do it, and I'm like, not that far from there, like maybe I can do it too. So it's totally valid for you to feel that way. Yeah, you know, we'll see how the next couple of weeks go for me. Yeah, um, but you know, I'm very motivated right now to try to perform at these shows because it could be potentially sure. like life changing for me. I'll tell you something. Uh, I'll tell I, you. Something. I never really thought I'd be here. You know, I figured I'd just be working a regular job for the rest of my life. Yeah, because um, that's safe and that's what my dad did and. You know, God bless me, provide very well for me and my family. But like, I I can't do this for another twenty years, let alone another year at this rate. Yeah, honestly. So, uh, um, 
uh i lost my fucking i lost my train of thought there i think um as a as a supplement company owner i will say this if you have uh the proper qualities look at this and, fucking oh my god what happened no there's some fucking you see this cat in my window oh. yeah fuck, fuck with shit dogs. Shit. <laughs> my dog is like there like motherfucker i'll kill you fucking bitch <laughs> um i think if anyway what i was saying is i think if uh you have other qualities it's not the only thing right like i i know a lot of guys think this like oh if i can win i'm gonna get this huge contract sometimes anymore I mean, well because sometimes if you have the right qualities or you have enough engagement or you have enough potential Somebody might pick you up anyways and just be like, you know what? This is a good fit for my brand. And that's, that's all that matters. So uh, placing is important. Don't get me wrong. Obviously the better you can do, the better your outcome and the better leverage you have in negotiation. There's no doubt about that. But I think we live in a day and age where it might not be the be all end all. Yeah. Uh, not not like it used to be for sure. No, because it, it, there was no social media back in the day. So really all the companies had to market you on was the magazines and your potential for bodybuilding. And uh, it's just not the case anymore. So guys can make a living without even being, you know, phenomenally great competitors. All right. I'm never going to find this photo. That's too bad. Okay. Um, Chris Cormier? Yeah, I was trying to find it just to lend context to the conversation. Uh, Stu, what do you think your best body best bodybuilding genetic trait is? We know the answer to this. Your hair? That's pretty obvious, boys. Head and shoulders and like L'Oreal in my shit. And <laughs> Ian, what do you think? Does your family have like curly hair like that? Is that like a thing in your family? Everybody's got a full head of hair. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. I got a better game. We should pick each other's. What That's are we picking? Best genetic trait. Cows. So what, okay, what are our choices for genetic traits here? Anything you can think of. But like what? We're not like saying like like your biceps are good, isn't a genetic trait? Strong jawline. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> like, what, are we, what are we? What are we talking about here? Yeah, like That's, Stu's got a serious jawline. Can we that say could, that? Like, we that could about? be. That could be one. Yeah. Sure. Is, yeah. is it his best genetic trait though? No, his hair is definitely is definitely the thing there. Yeah. I mean, like, especially a, actual being, actual bodybuilding related shit though. Like, that's yeah, okay. If we're talking actual bodybuilding relationship, then we need to say real things. I'm gonna okay. Well, who's gonna go? Stu, you go for all three of us. Okay. Uh Mike, I honestly don't even know what you look like on stage, so I can't answer for you. <laughs> I've never seen stage photos of you. Uh wow. Ian, Ian's gotta be can I say conditioning? Yeah. yeah. Or thin skin. How about that? Yeah, sure. that's a good one. Uh and I think your shoulder width me yeah okay because like when uh, i saw you tampa like in person like you still take up a ton of space that's mike oh what the fuck <laughs> 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 all right uh mike's got shoulder width too then mike's best body part is his back for sure in my in my well sorry it's not my turn go ahead uh that's probably not a great photo of it but from what I what I remember, yeah, you're you can tell you're very wide. Where the fuck was it? Where did that go? But like, how tall are you, Mike? Like six two, six three? Six foot. Six foot. Yeah, ish. 
That's morph. Don't go by that. That's morph. <laughs> that looks fucking dope, though. <laughs> I wish I looked like that. <laughs> that one's real. That's not real. <laughs> I don't know who did that, but I, God bless them, eh? I know, right? I have, I have, I have God one bless like, you for making me hate myself. <laughs> I have one like that that keeps popping up, too. I'm like, man, I wish I looked like that. Uh, this is probably the best photo. Well, that one's too small. Word that that one, That's probably a good photo of you, too. That's a good one, too. When was when was the last time you rocked like a full head of hair, Mike? Or like even just like a shaved head that was like short hair? Probably like, like two thousand nine and ten ish. I still get my haircuts, but oh yeah, I guess there you have some shaved head in the middle one. Yeah, yeah you can't okay. really see. Okay, Stu, what are you what are you going with? For my pick. Yeah, I'd say it's just like overall width, and he's got he had really big delts too. Yeah, different relaxed pose. Ian, go ahead. Uh, it's hard to do it without picking the same things that the last people picked. Like obviously, yeah. I structural in size, you know, just structural height, width, you know, like like uh, what's the word for it? like uh, imposingness of structure? I suppose is yeah. definitely one of the best things for sure. Right. Um, who had you definitely had like a, a propensity to definitely get like a very hard grainy look, you know? And I think that is a genetic thing aside from just like work of, you know, getting condition. Um, you know, I definitely think that, and I think for Stu, it's his fucking waistline. I mean, that abs and thighs is just like outrageous, you know? <clears throat> I think right. Stu's chest is pretty crazy. Yeah. But I mean, have you seen that abs and thighs of his where he fucking hits that? That's like one of the craziest abs and thighs there is right now, for sure. Photoshop pose. Yeah, I literally thought it was photoshopped when I saw it the first time. <laughs> no, go down. There's an actual picture of it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Where's the photo? I don't know. It might be one of those multiple ones. Oh, up there. go up then. You che you're a cheerleader? Once upon a time, yeah. Were you really? Yeah. I just saw that picture <laughs> up there. This I think I, yeah, I saw that. About a buck eighty. <laughs> fuck the ducks fun fact before i ever did a bodybuilding fuck show, the ducks <laughs> i was a cheerleader at oregon state back in 2016 were you did you like carry all the chicks yeah yeah we threw them around it was a lot of fun man oh yeah, look at this guy this guy this guy one of my fraternity brothers i don't know um <laughs> <laughs> no. one of my fraternity brothers took that <laughs> Hey, let me ask you a question. I've always wondered this. Do the do the cheerleading guys fuck more cheerleaders or do the athletes fuck more cheerleaders? Definitely the cheerleading guys. Oh, I did see, not. I, I was like, just, <laughs> like of course not. Of I course you didn't. <laughs> awkward as fuck. Uh, but for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever, Stu. We call it the cheer cest. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I thought that was the case. I'm like, those guys got to be getting something out of it. Oh yeah, they all think we're gay, but no. No, I thought the opposite. I'm like, these motherfuckers are getting all the pussy. Yeah, pretty good gig. Okay, Ab and Thigh, right here. Fuck yeah. me. Like that looks photoshopped. Yeah. This is the okay. I'm gonna say Stu's best quality is his quads, and not because they're the biggest quads I've ever seen, but it's more the fucking shape. This yeah. is a this is a Sean Roden trait. And I say this a lot yeah, on the podcast. When off. I when I say like something comes off the hip, it's high high yeah. sweep off the hip. Yeah, like this is 
yeah. what what every guy wants because a lot of guys yeah. have have like a quad it starts like there yeah, yeah we'll start like here or like even lower and how and much it does to accentuate that small waistline where you have that high sweep is so good you know the thing is no matter how wide this sweep gets if, if it's, it's not high it, enough it doesn't look the same right it's not it doesn't just doesn't look right so when you get it to go here it's like fuck me yeah like it would be hard to ever make your waist look bad with a sweep like this You'd have to literally like just not give a fuck about eating and like. You should have seen me at two ninety five. It was pretty bad. Was it? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I, I got a gut all off season, but it keeps on coming down. How do you like, have a gut if you eat clean all the time? I don't understand how that two those two things work together. Force feeding, bro. There. No man, look. Uh, even that's here, from, like. This is who I had two weeks. You look, a, you look a little Mexican there. You look a little more. <laughs> I look a little fat there. Jesus, look at my face. Ian, you fuck. You say I was two weeks out here. You cut. <laughs> no, this is uh okay. So this is you at two eighty. But you see what I'm saying? Even with your stomach a little distended, it's still like your quads because they sweep so high. It doesn't look bad. Very lucky. You're right. Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna go now. What? I I don't know if this is like. A, what's your ethnicity? Are you like Native American or like what is it? Portuguese, half Portuguese, yeah. Portuguese. We asked him. We asked him before he came on. Yeah, uh, go to the. You see that one uh, on the right? This one right. where you graduated. I did graduate, believe it or not. I failed sure. a few classes prepping for. Holy graduate. fuck! Is this you? Yeah, that was a buck eighty. Wait a minute. This is this is crazy because this is why we tell people on the show don't <clears throat> don't try and guess your genetics. Yeah, I would have never ever looked at these quads and thought they would be what you have now. Well, so the the classic shorts are kind of covering up the top, but yeah, still. I know, really but still, like it now. looks compared to now. Like, look at his arms compared to now. You know, like your arms have fucking quadrupled in size. Like, yeah, that's why, man. When people say yeah, like, I got the blue treatment. That's why, like, when people say means. like, <laughs> do I have genetics? This is why I don't ask that question. You never know. You don't know. You know. You don't know until you get to a certain size. Or you've put in a certain amount of years. Do ten then, years of hard training and then ask the question to yourself again. You know, that's the that's the thing. It's like you can't even say like put in ten years. You have to say put in ten years, like you said, hard training. It's got to be hard 10 training. Years of perfection. Yeah, you got to put in five years at least of like solid eating, you know, supplementation, fucking training, and then look and go, what do I look like after five perfect years? Yeah. If I did five perfect years and I made no progress, then yeah, you're probably fucking suck. If you do five years and you make good progress, well, then you can continue to make good progress. You could be yeah. good. Yeah. Go play golf or something. Yeah, go play golf. This shit. So, Stu, we, we we skipped over the... Oh, no, we didn't. Okay. So, Mike, did you give the genetic outputs? Who's you know, I've been hoping we're going to avoid it. But we're doing <laughs> <now>. <laughs> uh, I would... Overall, overall, I would think Ian's density, like his overall musculature, probably your condition, Fuad, like how sharp you get. And then I just want to look like Stu. So the hair. I just take all of Stu. <laughs> all of Stu. I just want to have like, just want to look like that. That's hair and jawline. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm going out right now saying Stu's going to win the New York Pro. So there you go. I'll take bets. I'll take bets too. Yeah. That's a possibility. I think so too. No pressure. No uh, pressure. No, no pressure. All the pressure in the world. <laughs> um, you got to learn to deal with that pressure. That's. I was just talking to fucking Paul about this. 
Or was, was it me and Paul talking about it? That was like my biggest downfall. I think Ian was headed down the same road until he made some changes. Yeah. New York, New York pro or not New York pro Tampa pro with Hunter. I crumbled like a fucking, you know, yeah. Went, I went insane. Yeah. That was one of, one of Cedric's biggest fucking issues too. I think, I don't think people understand. This is why when people say, well, why can't they just get in shape? They're pros. And I'm like, you have no idea how much mental shit is going on. Yeah. In, in that physique, in that prep, in that moment before they get on stage. That could what was the me. issue, Ian? You're putting too much pressure on yourself or listening to other people? Listening to other people, yeah. Expectation and pressure from outside sources, not myself. And that and that then creating that expectation on myself that I yeah. as well, you know. Yeah, I didn't but I didn't know if I didn't know if you're gonna add the second part. I was the exact same way. Yeah. Because when because when nobody was watching me, like if if a show was coming up and nobody would mention me in the like pregame. Great. I would look amazing, but when oh, it yeah. came when it came to the Arnolds, people were like, "Oh, Fuad's going to be top six. I was fucked. That was it. It would ruin everything. Well, I mean, take a look at this Olympia. You know, yeah. this was a huge lineup. I had a lot of pressure to do well here. Yeah, um, after two good Olympias and a good, a good Vancouver and stuff, and I fucking crumbled after it. You know, but yeah. that wasn't more the pressure of that. That was just like, I mean, guess in part it was. You know, but not entirely. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stu, what were you going to say? Every show that I've personally done up until this point, like nobody knew who I was. Yeah. So like going to the USA's last year, nobody was talking about me. Yeah. I, I don't really look at that good in like on my own, but yeah. I look a little better in a lineup. So, um, I mean, it was, I'd also never done a national show. So like nobody kind of knew where to gauge me. And stuff, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't think I, I haven't really suffered from like anxiety or anything. I'm not, yeah. you know, I don't get like the physical stuff. But by the time I'm at, like the week before a show, I'm just like, okay. Then you seem like a pretty, you gonna... seem like a pretty chill person. Like you're not like, are you like that all the time, or is just because you're two or three weeks out? Uh, I'm kind of tired, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I uh, I don't know. If you can't control shit, then uh, don't worry about it. And if you're not in shape at a week out, you really can't control that, and you probably should get on stage. But if you are, you know, then yeah. what do you got to worry about? Just I think a lot of that nice and go. I think that attitude is great. I think, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think that changes for a lot of guys depending on where they're headed. Like if you yeah, take if you yeah. take Samson for example, right? Samson had, I don't think Samson knew what it was like until he did the Olympia. Yeah. And when when he was, if you saw him like a few days before the Olympia, he was a wreck. He was stressed out. He was nervous because people were people. He went from like not qualifying to the Olympia to like people saying he was going to be in the top ten. So all of a sudden he was elevated to this like your expectation, yeah. your pressure, yeah. everything changes so fast. Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden he could feel like that that feeling. So I don't know, it depends. I, I don't think you really know if you're gonna handle it well until it hits you. Uh okay, we'll do one more or two more because Stu's tired and he's two weeks out. I'm okay. That's okay. It's been a couple hours and but I, I think I think we should you should go. We don't want you to blame anything that might go wrong on us. <laughs> uh okay in previous podcasts you guys mentioned railroads on the leg press how often are you guys implementing them into your training mike have you ever done railroads tell me what this is sorry tell me i don't know what you're talking about uh you just do a leg press you do you go up by one plate at a time so you do like one plate for 10 two plates for 20 Three plates for 30, four plates for 40, all the way up to 10 plates for 100. I think the answer is never for all of us. 
None Why of you guys remember that? Because it's amazing. And it's hard. It's fuck. fucking hardcore, Mike. Why it's, the fuck? It's, <laughs> it's hard as fuck to do. That's why. Oh, yeah. Actually, There's a lot of things that are hard to do. I don't want to do. Actually, I got that from uh, Eric Fankhauser. So fuck you, Ian. Guy with the biggest quads on earth. Genetics. <laughs> fucking genetics. <laughs> Everyone could do it. I mean, probably him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, for uh, I guess if you're asking me, since nobody else has done them. Uh, not a lot. Like once every couple months. I have done them before. I, we talked about this actually a long, yeah. a long time ago, but I haven't done that in a long time. Once a month, once every two months, I think. That's I like total volume for my entire workout now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think bodybuilding competitions were judged from a different angle? Literally, if the judge sat higher up, results could be different. No. No. No, but you should. No, because everyone is being towards the judge. Yeah, people would just change how they pose, and you're seeing everyone from the same angle still, so it doesn't really change much. Okay. Uh, you're a burglar, but you only steal things to slightly inconvenience your victims. What are you stealing? All their knives. All their toilet paper. <laughs> toilet paper is better. <laughs> yeah. Or like like ninety percent of the roll and leaving enough of the toilet paper that they like go and they pull a little bit and then it's empty and they can't finish, you know? Can I steal their key? Can I steal their keys? Yeah. I steal their keys. Yeah. Or, not, or hide I, their I, no hide their cook, hide, like, take all their cooking wear, like their pots and pans. <laughs> Mike's yeah. still stuck on the I'd, I'd cooking wear. <laughs> If they're their a food? bodybuilder, I'd steal their food, yeah. Yeah, for a bodybuilder, that would be the Driving worst. Crazy. No, they would just make more. If you stole their keys, they're fucked. What are they gonna do? No, but like, say you're going to make a meal. It's like first thing in the morning, you're going to make breakfast. You open the fridge, and your food's gone. You're like, motherfucker, I can't even make my meal. Yeah. Now you got to like go to the grocery store. You got to come home, cook breakfast. That's an inconvenience for sure. Yeah. I would just go to a breakfast spot. Like make even if you're fucking forty. <laughs> figured you would. <laughs> what? The, okay, wait a minute. We're gonna have this conversation, then we're gonna go. Okay. What the, what the fuck is wrong with breakfast spots? Because they cook everything. Nothing. It's like the Real best. No, wait a minute. It's like the best thing possible for a bodybuilder to go out to eat for. Yeah, yeah it is. Too, you can, no, get, you can get like bad. egg whites. You can get like yeah, egg, egg whites cooked on a griddle full of oil. It's not full of oil. It's a little bit just to like make sure you can cook the yeah, eggs. Oh man, it's been cooked all day on with a million fucking sausages and patties, and they're just fucking just grease. Yeah, yeah. Come on. No, it's, they it's cook it bad. in the pan. You ever go to like the buffet? No, they, no. They put the, you they cook it separate. No. <laughs> you worked in kitchens and shit. You know you're full of shit. Haven't you ever look at at Columbus? They had the they had the breakfast buffet. Yeah, that's at the fucking yeah, the omelet the station. Yeah. The guy doing the omelet. Omelet. the guy doing the omelet. The guy doing the omelets yeah. cooked in a separate pan. Yes, that's, that's at the Arnold. That's not every restaurant all the time. Come on, yeah, you just have to find one of those buffets. What's spots. the best? What is the closest thing to bodybuilding food to eat out? Sushi. Oh. Huh. Literally fish and rice, sushi. Yeah. The only thing with sushi rice is how they make it. It has all, quite a bit of sugar Got in it. Got sugar in it, yeah. But I, yeah. I'm gonna I mean, say I'm gonna say a steak and potato. Yeah, like steak dinner. Yeah. Yeah, but still then that steak is cooked on a griddle full of a bunch of fats and like you know it's still not cooked on a griddle, it's cooked on a grill. Grill, but and then those those it's usually put in an oven on a skillet and then brought out fish. Yeah, that's good. That could be okay, I guess, depending where you're going and how they're cooking it, you know. Steak and potato for sure, man. How's just the there's fat from the steak? That's it. Yeah. Oh, you know, what would be good teriyaki chicken. I know yeah. they, they put like, 
you know, sugar. Yeah, but you wouldn't have teriyaki. You wouldn't have hibachi. Would you have teriyaki chicken in a prep? No. Do you have uh, a place? Do you have Mongolian village where you are, Fuad? We used to, yeah. Mongolian grill. That's about as good as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of raw food and they throw it in a bowl. Yeah. And they weigh it and it's just raw meat. You pick your vegetables, meat, carbs, and they just cook it on on a grill. Yeah. 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 Okay, I gotta order some food now. I'm starving. <laughs> All right, uh, Stu, thanks for coming on, brother. If we don't talk to I you meant- before the before the New York, we uh, hope you win. Hope you crush it. Hope you do well. That, yeah, thanks for having. He me. will. He's gonna win. There. Are we gonna take bets on? Are we, are we gonna take bets on Stu? Yeah, we'll do it when he's not here, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. We'll talk to you next. All right, see you guys. We'll talk to you All next right. week. Bye. Bye.